and welcome back to WTF and Von Adil. We're just weathering another rough patch with another episode from your favorite villains for that itch to scratch with... The Fox Danger. And Spicy. And today we're going to be talking about the update preview for the upcoming March 2023 update and some other shenanigans, including everyone's favorite thing in the world, spreadsheets. Oh. <laughs> no. No. Stay with me, Fox. Yeah. So okay, let's do it. I'll spare you for the for the for the time being. So, how are you doing? Uh, I'm I'm doing okay. I think. <laughs> uh, as far as real life goes, the quarter's wrapping up, so I'll be on spring break soon, which is great. Uh, the downside is is that all of the assignments are coming due at the same time. Uh, so I've been just destroyed on a daily basis. <laughs> um. I got really excited last night because I thought I finished my my final lab out of all of my classes, and then I go and refresh refresh the site just to see what else is assigned, and I see another lab there, and I got really fucking sad. So those things eat up a ton of time. Um, but yeah, it, it's just about done. I can't wait to be on spring break. Uh, I took a long nap today because I managed to get a day where nothing was due at midnight, which is kind of nice. Um, but that's about it for like real life stuff. Uh, I'm going to save a lot of the, the in-game stuff for the episode, I think, because a lot of it is like stuff we've done like together in, in events and things. And then, um, yeah, I, I would say that a lot of it is like shenanigans involving jail and things like that. So I think that's about all I have going on. Uh, how you been doing, man? Uh, I'm doing fine. We have an email from Terry Weatherman, but... Oh, well, that's new. That was not in the pre-show. It's not. <laughs> I was just checking the email while you were telling me that. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, okay. And I did the thing again. I, I always do that. I just look at it and I'm like, oh, that's a game name. It's like, it's like, oh. like, it looks like a fictional name to me when I see that. It looks like, it looks like, like, like Ron Burgundy. It just looks like... This looks oh, like you a, doxed him again. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's an ad, Well, it never says it until the very end. Like you can change the name unless you use this account for other things. You you can change the name that shows up, and that's oh, don't worry. We're only like three minutes in. Just mark the timestamp, right? <laughs> you gotta go back and edit that. Yeah, I'll go back and and bleep that. <laughs> but it's a personal one, so I can't I can't share it. But they they enjoyed the mental health episode. Good. I'm glad so, somebody got something out of that. Yeah, his his wife was a nurse or whatever, so oh. I'm sure. Yeah, that's one of the episodes that I really hope a lot of people would actually listen to and you know kind of reflect on. It's a I th I I thoroughly enjoyed it for sure. <clears throat> I enjoyed it as much as the cats enjoying the litter box behind me. I hear that every fucking time. <laughs> no, no, no. You you restart. Restart your life. You picked me. You got bad choices. So. <laughs> Restart your life. <laughs> so I guess it's now to me. How am I doing? Yeah, man. Been thrown off kilter by a cat in a box and emails that I was supposed to check mm. before we started this from people who I'm not naming. Thank you, uh, Waldell. So I'll, I guess we'll, <laughs> we'll send you. I, I, you know, I enjoyed the mental health one the most, too. That was not only the longest episode, which is, you know, let, let's show them our true stamina, how long we can go. But... <laughs> It's not like you for 12 hours on a treadmill naked, Fox, because that's I didn't know people did that. So I don't remember adding the naked caveat to that, but if that wants to be the headcanon, I mean, let's do it. 
I think I suggested it earlier because of the treadmill thing. And then uh, we were doing a pug today. And I just kind of combined the two. So it was like a like a, a punishment kind of thing. Well, I used to do a lot of marathon running, like style running. Like I used to run long hours every day. I don't think I ever hit. I might have hit 12 hours like once or twice. But usually it was like right around eight hours that I would run. I yeah. think there was facetious sexy talk in our, our static the other day. And it was like uh, <laughs> it went from Akadin and his wife to, to you and the treadmill. Oh, man. I'm sure that's on the same tier. <laughs> I was going to say true partners in crime. I leave my socks on. Uh, I only do a slight incline. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I keep my hands free while operating the controls. <laughs> At any rate, Excellent. I've been I've been all right. Um, you know, we've just been doing stuff in game on Cat's Eye. I've been having quite the blast. I have reached rank ten. I have reached seventy-five, and I have gotten my free uh, new player item, which I chose to be King Konkin. So I have a level seventy-five King Konkin and a level zero Puppet Master, and I'm just doing other stuff before I one day decide that I want to live my seventy-five pup dreams. And I'm doing COP missions now, which is always a blast. So I get to go through and edit all the COP pages on the wiki. So you chose a weapon you can't use. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 you know, I don't have any special job unlocked. I only have the first six. I've just been playing as as Black Mage because that's fun. Oh, uh, all right. And that's that's been a well, good I mean, time. It's not like you want a, a seventy-five error Levitain, so I think you're doing. Yeah, right. that's why I didn't pick that. I'm like, that's not going to play the same as the the Levitain I love, know and love, in yeah. seventy-five or ninety-nine error. <laughs> Definitely not. Yeah, because you don't have you don't have the occult acumen. You don't have any of that. So very you don't very have sad. Barred. Don't have a bar. Yeah, very sad. It's no honor march. It's very sad. You don't have all yeah. these extra songs. You don't get double marches constantly with accuracy or whatever. It's just not happening. Otherwise, I've also, Fox, I don't know if you've noticed mm-hmm. or not, but I have finally, after two and a half weeks or so, had my request from the Reddit staff granted. I am now the new moderator, removing the old and active one, of r slash FFXI drama. It is now under my domain. That is so fitting. It is, and we've already kicked the drama off. It is not only drama for retail, it is drama for private servers as well. It was originally made, even though you would think it'd be a retail sub, originally made for a private server drama that imploded and blew up. A lot of drama there. The the server went uh, to shit. The owner was RMT and Gil. There was a lot of stuff. So, especially when you RMT Gil to your own server. It's got a sound, solid business strategy. But (laughs) within, within... one day or within six hours of opening up, we already had the, the torrent of new drama flooding in. Just just tons of stuff from every corner of private servering. Retail drama will emerge, I am sure, but it is already mm. it is already quite a hootenanny, as you could say. I I, I don't know, man. Like I, I, I don't understand drama in the retail version. I don't understand why people would like go and, and play like in, in the time of their their FXI playing that they think is the best. Like, isn't that why people go to these weird nostalgia servers? They're just like, oh man, this is going to be a great time over here. Like, I don't understand why you'd have those vibes. I assume going into it and then just like start drama again. Like you're 15. Like are people just trying to travel through backwards through time and like relive their youth? It's like watching Jerry Springer or cops or Fox news. People love the drama Fox. That's all they want. They, they get a thrill from it. There's always someone throwing someone else through their plastic lawn table in their yard. <laughs> you, know, you know, you know the the brittle white ones that I you know what I'm talking about, where like you the fucking uh, sterilite yeah. tables. 
Yeah, it was like the mismatched like green patio furniture. Oh, gross. You know how much that's floating in the ocean? It was disgusting when it was made, and now it's even more disgusting in death. It's just I get I get a picture of that whenever you mention like drama in Final Fantasy Eleven. It's just <laughs> you, you gotta get the shirt. announcer in the background. <laughs> oh, well, here it comes, it's the table. Oh, he's broken his back. Sean Michaels has just showed everyone the bad boy that he is. Wow. I'm just a sexy boy, Fox. Not your boy, Toy. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that's going to be interesting, I'm sure. Otherwise, today, (laughs) I went in the closet, Fox, when you went to go get your Dairy Queen Blizzard. I believe that. Of the mint and brownie fashion. I went into the. What do you mean? I believe that. I went into the closet with the epic. The mint mint and brownie Blizzard is delicious, by the way. You say that like I'm fucking Gulliver on his travels here, and you just, oh, yeah, I believe you went into the closet. <laughs> How many dicks did you suck while you are in there, huh? And I'm like, oh, shit, what do we have here in the corner? Because it's like, I, I put, so there's the one normal size closet. It's actually a large closet for a one bedroom. It's a, it's a large closet, and it holds, it holds many clothes and all of Carrot's Zoids and shit. And all of Carrot's clothes, almost none of mine are in there. And sans my wine bottles lining the the bottom beneath the clothes, you know, around the whole thing. It's 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 big enough that you could walk in there and fit like maybe maybe six of me in there if you put me like shoulder to shoulder, or chest to chest, or whatever. It's enough room to fit six of me, or so. Okay. And the other closet's enough room to fit like two to three of me. The little one is for all of my clothing. The other one is for all of Carrot's clothing. So I went into the little one, and it's, you know, it's, it's packed of other stuff in there, like just, you know, whatever, a shoe box of unused shoes, you know, just whatever can fit in there. So it's all the vacuum. So there's no room to walk in there. So I put stuff in the back corner and didn't know it was there because I'm like, where can I put all these wine bottles? The racks are all full. And I put them there, and I forgot it was even there. And I go, oh, shit, what's in here? And I'm like, oh, oh, damn. But then I'm like, oh, there's a Sauv Blanc in here. I better fucking drink that before it goes bad. So I've pulled out a 2020... In the year 2023, it is still good. It's not bad. I was worried, but it's it's good. A <laughs> South American Loma Larga, Lomos de la, del Valle, uh, Sauvignon Blanc. It's from a cool coastal climate, Fox. And I say this because there is a description in the back I get to read. Oh. That American marketing. What's the, uh, what's the Sauv Blanc story? Lomas de Valle, a state bottled, elaborates its wines with own grapes from Casablanca Valley. This attractive wine. I don't do any fucking Spanish because I'm like, oh wait, it's getting a little French. Let me pull it back. <laughs> I'm waiting to see if you turn into Dracula from Symphony. Oh, 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 this a French wine. This attractive wine you are about to enjoy is a true reflection of the privileged climatic conditions at Loma Larga Estate, thus allowing outstanding natural acidity and freshness in all of our vines. Hope you enjoy it and recommend it, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, imported by Triven. What is a wine? A miserable pile of grapes. It says, so this is a 2020 wine, (laughs) Fox, and it says in the back of it, Wine and Spirits Winery of the Year 2011. So what happened in the nine years since then? It's been a decade. Maybe they've been just like saving up those those vintages. I don't know. (laughs) Oh, and it says in the front here, Fox, Fair for Life. It says fair trade. It's fair for life. I feel okay. responsible now. They can't win best anything in the decade, and they're fair for life. Well, they maybe put, they've been runner up. They, they put those nonsensical things on it. Like this, I got this because it's a, it's a Loma Larga is a 
some off label of some bigger South American winery. I don't recall at the moment. It was like uh, uh, Catenia or something, uh, mm-hmm. like bigger winery there. It doesn't matter. I'm getting in there shit. But I picked it because it's good. But then, like, uh, if I didn't pick it because I knew it's a, a solid Sauv Blanc for the price, this was only like 12 bucks. It's good. Uh, it, it attracts those consumers there with the fake ratings and everything. They put a sticker on it, like a badge. And it has it has a Spanish sticker, because I guess that's the only award they won. It says Descorchados. I don't know what reviewer that is, but it says 90 puntos. Mm. We have all okay. of the puntos. Yeah. All of the puntas. Yeah, I was going to say, that's. Uh, I don't speak a lot of Spanish, but that one... <laughs> That one seems suspect. Tequire <laughs> uh, punto. Hmm. So, that is that. Otherwise, we, in our Static Fox, we took a week off last episode because there wasn't much going on. You were doing a lot of school stuff, uh, yeah. as you do, and I was doing a lot of nothing. A lot of wiki stuff. I've been doing be tons, nice. <laughs> tons of wiki shit lately, trying to get uh, a major milestone of years and years and years of work finally reached, and it's getting there. I'm going to be able to reach that milestone soon. Like uh, all of the zone pages for like TOAU, Links of the Goddess, I've been working on them for, for I mean, the, the templates and stuff I made, I was working on for years and I finally finished those and I finally went to go put them on these pages. It's a lot of fucking work, a lot of fucking work, but I'm hoping after like three plus years of working on this shit, I can finally post on the main page. Like our zone pages are finally not shit. I just hope that you'll get a better response than just Shia LaBeouf clapping in an empty theater. <laughs> well, earlier, Fox, <laughs> speaking of drama, uh, there was the Assist Channel on Asera. And someone oh, named oh, yeah. uh, Heart of a King or King's Heart, some nonsense, <laughs> some fucking garbage name, King's Heart. Something sure. that something you watch like a, a really bad movie with white people in a crusade or something and go, oh, man, I want to I, I love kings. I love the medieval period of crusading. And you make it makes that me kind want to go game. to slumming, slumming, yeah, yeah, like, like like Kingdom of Heaven with uh, was it Orlando Bloom or whatever? <laughs> that's that's the kind of movie you watch that and you go, oh man, look at Orlando Bloom save Israel. I wanna, I wanna, <laughs> I wanna be this exactly. guy. I'd be I'd say, throw me in Israel. It's great. Name my character that. So the guy goes and like asks a question in that, and and it's just and no one answers him. So what do I do? I'm, I'm let's get this conversation going. I go, what's King's heart? Is that like a heart with gout? And I got instantly muted by someone, dissonance or uh, whatever the guy that always stalks that to mute me if I say anything. I knew it was going to happen. And then everyone's just going, why did they mute this guy? Why did they, why did they mute them? And then someone unmuted me. And then the, the, the guy that muted me sent him a tell saying, you're next. <laughs> How angry do people have to be to threaten people for unmuting me? I mean, it's, it's weird. Like, it's a thought experiment the other day. I tried to think back to when I was five. And... <laughs> I, I just couldn't do it, but apparently these people are able to just like live that experience every day. <laughs> it's amazing to me. You're next, Fox. Please mute me. <laughs> I would love to never engage. I don't give a shit about a cis channel. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's another strange thing, but whatever. I have to turn Mentor on just to fucking use it. It's the biggest hassle. It's the most garbage implement of this game. I mean, it's, it's a good idea. It's just the muting thing. What, what's up? What's up with that? That's. I'm set up to use it, but every time I, I remember every time I saw a question in there, it was a bunch of people just answering it in really bad ways. Or it's just stuff like not, how not do direct, I start a mission. Yeah, it, it wasn't really like people directing uh, people to resources to like learn the game. It was just people telling either people directly what to do, which is not good, 
or um, it was people just giving out like the wrong information. I don't know. It's, it, it wasn't great. So I, I just kind of bailed on the whole thing. <laughs> oh, otherwise, besides the game, I forgot to even mention. So we just uh, passed while we were off for that week. We had the one year anniversary of the uh, Russian invasion of Ukraine. So I, I reached out again to uh, family to do some, you know, discussion, which then the discussion led into genealogy. Like, you know, I don't really talk to family. So but like I'm doing the, you know, oh, it's the one year anniversary. Let me let me take a shot of Ukrainian vodka. Let me donate. Uh, some money Ukraine again, like I usually do. Off to send some more because the anniversary, da da da. And he's going the conversation, and the conversation uh, led to me like, oh, there's some documents or whatever. I'm like, oh, I'm like, what are these documents? And they're like, oh, I'll send you a shot. I'm like, it's like a naturalization certificate or whatever from my great grandmother and stuff like that. And I see, okay. uh, so she's ethnic Ukrainian, as I've said before, mm-hmm. but um, she came from Poland when she left. So I'm like, hmm, if she left Poland when she left. Does that mean I have a possible uh, uh, blood claim to Polish citizenship here? So I start contacting Polish lawyers and I sent the, over the details and the story because I had to, I got writings that my great grandmother wrote two years before she died. Um, mm-hmm. And it was like all these handwritten things of like her own autobiography of uh, just the you know, typical sass you'd expect from an old woman from uh, Eastern Poland slash bordering Ukraine here of like, I'm not going to pull it on my desk here, but it was like um, basically sass. Like like you could hear the the condescending tone to the letters of like uh, when I left, it was Poland after they had been given uh, territory during the war from our Ukraine or whatever. And I'm like, oh, oh, sorry. Sorry about the Polish-Ukrainian war there. <laughs> but that was, but I contacted a Polish lawyer on citizenship to uh, give the whole story, whatever, to see if I qualify. And I think so far, based on the correspondence, it's slow because you had to wait for the time change. They don't email every day and it's, to start doing the, to start answering random questions. There's a lot of criteria. So I'm like, maybe I can get uh, EU passport, and then I will be set. Yeah, man. So we're still waiting on carrots for years now for her for her German citizenship. Was the actual citizenship itself, or just the passport? Uh, it would be reclaiming citizenship. Oh, okay. Both countries do it by blood, but with random, annoying, changing criteria based on time frames and periods and whatever. <laughs> okay. Like it was like uh, your grandmother had to be born after 1941 after your great grandmother left Poland here for it. Like I just start doing like these when were people born and where things. Mm-hmm. What documents do we have? What do we have to look up for you? But that's that's going to be an interesting thing to find out to see where that goes while Karen does hers. So that's that. Otherwise, we Fox did Embos V25 and Ongo V25 within this week or last week because we were off, whatever. Well, I mean, we we attempted Embos. Oh, I'm well, sorry. We did Zevioso from between that and yeah. uh, and Ongo, and we almost did Embos. We got eight percent. We're going to go in Tuesday and beat that. Yeah, I'm pretty confident we're going to beat it too. Yeah, Embos has been the easiest one so far. Yeah, it's just literally. Lot. Well, it's it's literally just been adjusting certain things and figuring things out. And I will post those details on BG. Besides our video, I I got our Zevioso out. I'm going to get our Ongo video out this weekend, probably before this launches. That's a 32-minute video because we do it in two key items. So far, and like I don't want to, I don't want to minimize, you know, our efforts on the on the Ongo fight. But so far, it seems like on Ongo, that's the one that we've had the most luck in. <laughs> so a lot of that, I think, is actually luck. We had no business like, winning that Ongo. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was bad, and we won. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we had a real lucky reset. We so. did. 
and real lucky auras. But we're, I'm, when I say we had no business winning, I'm saying this was our second time of the night and our third try period. I mean, the first one was <laughs> yeah. three days before that, so it doesn't truly count besides figuring certain things out. This was our third try, second of the night, and we were we were missing skill chains. We were not maximizing damage. We were just <laughs> no. uh, multiple times things didn't go off. Uh, it was it was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah don't that, that, that is the best part i would say and they're like right, we were like fighting in the first part of the video she was like in a bad mood we were having an argument for two seconds she was yelling at me <laughs> you know all the things you come to expect from the dysfunctional stress of trying to manage a static uh fight where everyone's on edge yeah it happens and then when it's over everyone feels good but no that was you know because that was something <clears throat> that if we had lost it was going to be by like seconds and yeah. it would have been because we had like three different times the skill chain from the scholar didn't go off in that fight alone. Besides, just being in sync was not happening completely for you know because it takes time to get in sync over multi. Because Ango is one of those fights you just have to keep practicing as a unit to get in sync until you get down your timing, your planning. Like when people are like, "Wait, do we do wild card now? Are we running for like you like on runs that you do it well? You don't have that question of uh oh wait, are we running in? Like people running back and forth for wild card and like running out of range again and like that's what happened in that run. It was it was at times chaotic. So that's what I mean yeah. by we had no business winning. And we still won that. That was that was great. Yeah. I was the first time that I was on Black Mage too. Because my other wins I was on Runefencer. That was the first time I got to go in on black. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah that I was the first that. time. Oh that's right. My Black Mage, yeah. I don't think, was at the... It was like a new Black Mage at V20 when I was doing it on Rune. I was not quite ready. Like, I didn't have leave. I was like ML, like, 5, 10, something like that. Now I'm 41 and a half and I have all this stuff for Black Mage. I know I was a Black Mage. I, I think I was either Bard or I was Core. No, not Core. Uh, Bard or Geo. I, I think I was probably Geo for the run. But I don't, I don't really remember. I don't remember. But with Zebioso, too, a lot of our struggles have been just working within the job setups we have and getting people who don't typically play certain jobs like Paladin or something that have to be on that role for whatever reason our setup is dictated to manage things appropriately. And it's just, you know, it's always sounds a lot simpler when it does. Um, and then when, you know, when you get punched in the face, like Mike Tyson here, your, your plan and strategy goes out the window sometimes and people kind of forget it as, as it's happening in the heat of the moment. And it's a lot of mm -hmm. not doing poorly or not, or just being bad like a pug or something, but it's a lot of, people relearning what they already know sometimes you go through this in your group too or just trying yeah. to figure out like oh no i got too much hate i should not be using crusade on paladin i'm just so supposed to hold these ads here <laughs> that was a thing actually wrong. i don't i don't use i don't use crusade at all when i do that yeah you should not be using crusade it's like, too I'm, dangerous on uh, yeah. embo's round two i'm on rune i'm not using crusade yeah i believe that the only reason we lost the last one eight percent is because I wasn't it was the first time I was doing this at all on Rune Fencer and I was not as aggressive as I could have been to get hate off. Like I hit Odilic Subterfuge and I thought it went off, but it did not go off. And then I was flashing and foiling whatever and the mob oh. killed the core. Odilic's a pretty shitty hate tool. <laughs> no, it's the same as using uh Invincible or whatever. Well, that would be Sforzo. Yes, but they have I'll pull up Odilic right now. It's a high enemy spike. Yeah. Well, Subterfuge is is not as much as you think it is. Oh. I thought it was, oh, what the fuck? Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah. That's that's one CE and three eighteen V. That's garbage. As, uh, it's same as Intervene. Intervene is is just the Paladin analog of that. It doesn't create a lot of hate, but it uh has a really beneficial effect. And yeah, so 
I'm I'm glad. I actually had I actually have to show this to like a lot of rune fencers who are just assuming that that subterfuge like pulls hate. And this dates back to when like Mur considered it a hate tool during Vox style things. <laughs> yeah, even sword play has like, more. You hate. need to stop doing that because it's 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 a debuff. It don't treat it like hate tool. Yeah, sword play has 160 CE and 320 VE versus one and and 318 or some nonsense. That's yeah. Popping sword play pulls more hate than subterfuge. That's funny. Yeah, oh yeah. But yeah. I was I literally was about when he died, I was hitting Gambit. I was targeting the mob to hit Gambit. Gambit is a good there are, tool. There are worse things you can do though, because like if you subterfuge one of the ads, then the awful TP moves they do is gonna hurt a little bit less. And I think we had magic evasion down at the end of that fight. So Yeah, but that subterfuge doesn't last that long. No. No. But I bet like from Hayas position, because I think he was white mage. Um yeah, he was. Uh he probably appreciated every moment of that Odilic. <laughs> That's for sure. But I was throwing out diminutions on Rune against uh, Embos, which was nice while I was uh, tanking the two offs. And I think I think Rune is really yep. the ideal off tank for the second round. It's usually if, if anything, pattern, like but... yeah, but Paladin's not going to weapon skill nearly as frequently. Yeah, not... Um, I, I I also like the Rune in the second fight instead of the Paladin because uh, if managed properly, you don't really need a lot of help with the healing. Like I didn't really see him struggling a lot. No, I'm taking damage and, uh, mostly from being stunned and getting two mobs hitting me or something. And if you keep up AM three, then you can help reset the the warrior from walling themselves. Yep. Well, so. it's also it's the uh, and the bard the bard and the core from walling themselves mostly. That's what yeah. I'm throwing there. Yeah, the warrior can always alternate weapon skills, but, but I'm doing respectable damage. Sure, yeah, and which is also a bonus, right? I think I'm going to end up changing my sword play um, merits right there to have subtle blow from sleight of sword or whatever during that and change them back afterwards. I can see that, yeah. Because I'm, I'm actually going to have to change some of my weapon skill gear because the TP feed is such a concern with me on there that I know that I need to be a little more lean there. Yeah, great sword is, is not really ideal for TP feed. <laughs> no, yeah. It's, it's, not, it's not a gun by any means, but it's, it's up there. Especially when you have AM3 going. Yeah, that's that's probably a solid choice. Yep, just for that fight. That's, I guess it's why you have these merits. I know I've made fun of it, yeah. but it's just situationally for things like this. It's the only fight I'm going to need it for, ever. Not instead of maybe... And originally, I, I had planned on going in and meleeing in fight two on Beastmaster, but Haya did bring up a really good point about if I get paralyzed, the run is over. Yeah. So that, that's I, I decided to just stay out. Like I can resist most of them, but that one time it doesn't. It's like run ending, and I don't want to waste everyone's like half an hour they put into every one of these runs. So, yep. And what I'm, what's going to happen next time, especially because you're not meleeing on beast when you could be. Uh, I'm picking up the slack on rune in that case, but if there's too much yeah. extra TP, the bar will just use fast blade. Yeah, yeah, that's probably a good move. Because I don't know. Besides savage blade, is there really anything else that you could use besides fast blade? On Bart? No. Yeah. So it'd be fast blade. Yeah, you don't have a, a weapon skill without a sub job that's gonna matter at all. Even with a sub job, you don't really have anything that's gonna matter. Oh my god, the FTP on fast blade is a one. Yeah, it's no fast blade uh, three. That's for sure. Or yeah. Fast blade two. Yeah. <laughs> womp womp. I feel like uh, for Zivioso though, uh, we definitely earned that win for sure. Yeah, uh, that, that was pretty good. And and honestly, just like watching the video, aside from you like not using food or whatever, someone went on and on about. Yeah, there there was uh, I might ran out of panacea as mid fight. Because I didn't sure, check my yeah. panaceas, and someone wanted to be like, "Oh, you're a hypocrite," and attack me in the comment section because I guess they wanted desperately to find something to bitch about. Yeah, I saw. I saw I, someone was like complaining about that in the Discord. It might have been you, and then like I went and I looked at the comments. And I'm like, "Is this for real?" Yeah. But anyway, like the, the fight your itself, win, hypocrite. Yeah, the the fight itself was was pretty smooth. 
um, given how chaotic that fight is. It is chaotic. Um, it's the most chaotic of them all, I think. Yeah. And uh, I, I'd say that we definitely uh, we definitely had like a lot of incremental improvements. So like if there's a group out there listening to this that is having trouble with, with a fight like that, then just know that incremental improvements will eventually get you there. We had a and night so that, we that's went, what I mean by saying it's it was earned. We had a night where we went and got Akin in a few master levels on his warrior because our warrior in there has no Cap Nayame. So we're yeah. Some of it is very low ranked. So we're working with a war who doesn't have Nayame, who was like ML sixteen. You're like we're not dealing with one of those big PP warriors here. Oh yeah, and I may have Nayami, but I don't have uh, Twashtar, and that yeah. was a big. That was actually a pretty big problem. And then on top of that, um, what was it? Uh, I also made that that joke at the very start of the video too about how I got that one master level and I was going to make the difference. <laughs> The food thing, I forgot to eat food in that, like, for most of that fight. When I did finally eat at the end, it came just at the right time because I started getting hit with stuff. And that was, it was yeah. probably life-saving at that point, honestly. But uh, the person criticized me for running out of panaceas and being a hypocrite. I said, well, if you really want to criticize me, you should have criticized me for getting to eat food in the first place. That's a bigger deal. <laughs> right. Yeah, I had like nine stacks of them. I crafted a shit ton. And I just, all I do is I hit that macro and it's in my uh, case or whatever and it pulls one out and uses it. Because I have the uh, get add-on, so I just I keep them out of my inventory to keep my inventory free, and I just uh, use uh, Alt P on my keyboard for Panacea, and it just takes one out and uses it right away. So I don't know how many I have. I don't check, so I forgot to check, and that's how I had none. You know, when you're living rent-free in people's minds, I really wish that translated to like the rent in real life, dude. We'd all we'd all be in a much better place. All the rent. Yeah. So um, otherwise. Yeah. Your group's doing uh, no more sortie though. Longa still. <laughs> yeah. Man, we are we are doubling down on Odyssey only. We stopped doing sortie runs. Um that's kind of upsetting for me, but it, it is what it is. Cause like I gave up consistent Ammonon runs to try to get them through sortie, and then like they get like an Ammonon killer two and then don't want to do it anymore. So that you know, it, it is what it is. Like that's it's the price for helping people, I suppose. Um but uh, yeah, we're not going to be doing Sorty anymore. We're doubling down on Odyssey, and on, we've been struggling with Kalunga for like a month. Uh, we're getting really close to killing it. It's just, I don't know. Like I've I've talked to him about you know maybe you just needing to like tighten up gameplay, you know, figure out your jobs you're playing, make sure your gear sets are right. Like I, I can't go through and examine every single person and then you know, check everything they're wearing and all of the intermediate sets between. Like, there's a point where you just have to, like, let people play their jobs. And historically, they've been fine clearing content. Like, this is the first time we've ever come into a hurdle at all that was like this. Um, that wasn't, like, caused by a single player being an idiot. So, yeah, it's just uh, it's just been rough for them. And they keep trying, though. Like, they're real tenacious and they want to get it done. But I think um, when you get that first one beat... I think Kalunga is a good first one for anyone breaking the V25s because that's where you're really going to cut your teeth there and get back into working on jobs. And that's when you're going to go back and look at your sets you haven't had to consider because you haven't been challenged before for a while in this game. And that's when you go over everything. People, I like the process. Exactly, actually. Uh, I think it's that that we haven't really been... I I think I have a lot of people who are really complacent. Yeah. And they haven't been making those incremental improvements. And I think it's showing through this fight. And now... Because it hasn't taken place in so long, it feels like they're not used to being able to make those improvements. So like they just kind of doing the same thing. So over when it again. comes to you and I and Akadin and probably Hia, 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. When it comes to us, I believe we're always making incremental improvements. And then when it comes to Carrot and Hoondi, I think content like this is when we start going back and looking at sets and changing things and making incremental improvements for them. So we just have yeah. those two. I feel like most of your group has to do the incremental improvements. You have you and maybe yeah. Hayden Norcris, maybe depending on the job. And then- yeah, Hayden does it on his own. Um, Norcris has been on Bard a lot lately because so. the, the thing is, is only him and I are Bards, or at least real Bards. So because I have to do whatever niche role I'm on, he has to be on on Bard for right yeah. now. Then the rest of your group's going to have just needing to pay attention to things again because they focus on other things and they need to go back to the things they usually don't have to get thrown into. Yeah, and we also have newer people too. Like uh, the the two the two newest people. Um, one of them doesn't even have one of them's an Akadens boat where he doesn't have the uh, Naomi clears. Oh no, he only has like V15 Naomi, uh, and he's the blue mage in the fight. And then uh, the guy that's on Dark Knight, uh, he has V20 clear for 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 Bumba because that was back when I was getting it for every single new member that shows up. But I I just can't keep going back. Like these, they'll have to get it on their own at some point because I, I got them lots of segments. Like they have to buckle down and do it on their own. Um, because it's just, it's just too much to keep going back for people. Um, I, I, ideally I would like to do that because I like to take care of my group, but there's a point where, you know, I, I keep dragging my group through the same stuff and the veteran members who have been there and endured this sort of thing and like dealt with the player cycle. Like they, they then have to go back and waste their time, you know, getting Bumba RP and I, I can't put them through that. It's not fair to them. So like people joining the group and new people showing up need to step up and, and get their stuff. And I think that's that's true for a lot of groups um, that are getting new members and trying to tackle this content is like you got to set the, the expectation with the people that they need to be able to be where they need to be to do this content. That's all there is to it. Yeah. You know, so what I said before about how I enjoy the process is mm-hmm. when it comes down to us failing and stuff like that and we start. So the theory crafting is always pretty fun too. Sometimes with Embos, I was really struggling for the, the first day. I'm like, oh, what are we going to do? What are we going to change here? And I went on as Puppet Master for one of the runs too. And that, that yeah, that, that was an easy solution. I'm surprised you didn't see that. <laughs> no, nah, well, it, it was easy solution, but it wasn't great. I mean, it could it could theoretically work, but we'd be making it harder on ourselves than we need to do. Yeah. But with other things where we failed there, uh, people start coming together and evaluating sets. Let me see your set. Let's work on this. And people start focusing on things they weren't, they wouldn't have done otherwise. And just the mm-hmm. uh, process of seeing ourselves improve for each NM uh, beyond yeah. the level that you would have anywhere else in the game because you're not challenged like this. It's really enjoyable to see. Uh, oh, let me look at your set for like people that go on different jobs that never go on, which is what I also have always preached. I've Hayden does content. that a lot. Yeah, and you yeah go, he he checks sets before he goes in. Yeah, let me let me see your set. Yeah. I'm like, oh, well, you like this, this, and that. Like people, like multiple people, start like having a friendly banter about sets and stuff that you don't ever have in this game. Otherwise, just go to the guide, copy it, and show up. And uh, you know, there's, <laughs> you can't really do it anymore. <laughs> well, maybe Fox, there is a new simulator thread that's going around auction. Or, are we going to talk about? No, that? we're not talking about it yet. Okay. I'm teasing. I'm. I'm, I'm I, I pulled the tab back up, man. Like no, 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 don't, don't close that tab. No, Touch that no. dial, kids. Don't worry. The pre-show cancer is going to reach you guys soon, I guess. Uh, but that's what I like about that whole Odyssey thing. So, Yeah. I got to tell today about, I know you guys usually do Diversions Juno, because we do that every uh, Sunday. We oh, Diversions yeah. around uh, like 2-ish Eastern. And we take whatever mm-hmm. pug people. And sometimes we clear wave three. Most of the time we don't. Sometimes, like last time, we have a really bad run. 
usually even with the really bad run we can get like a fetter or two and we see yeah we still got the wave three um with the really it's pretty hard to not get weight to wave three in this day and age (laughs) yeah you have to be a special kind of bad Uh, i gotta tell though do you guys ever consider doing bestalk uh i'm like what do you mean (laughs) basically the guy was asking he's like i want volte gear can you guys do bestalk and i'll join (laughs) i'm like what the fuck is this yeah, buddy, we'll do bestalk for your vaulty drops. Uh, he doesn't want. He nice doesn't to want to pay you. for those services. Yeah, nice, yeah. nice to meet you. That's no, don't know your name, never met you, but yeah, we'll do bestalk because he wants vaulty. That's that's good. <laughs> so I told him what I did when Carrot needed vaulty for her bard. Uh, we took the corsair mule. I just I didn't tell him it was a mule, but I said mm-hmm. thief, bard, and core, and we just farm vaulty. He's like, he just farmed the NMs. Okay, dear. That's that's. I was doing that without you, and then I asked if you wanted to come. Don't act like. Who was the third person? Parsnips. I would, I would shout, oh, oh, me. I would shout for somebody for the clear. And you would just do it solo, but it was yeah. really, really slow with no TH, huh? Yes. Yeah. That's why I asked for you to come, but it doesn't mean it was it was your idea. So don't take the credit, please. I don't mean to outshine, outshine, outshine you in that regard, okay? Acting like you're some martyr. Oh, I'm not a Carrot, martyr. When Carrot needed the Volt gear. The... The context here of the premise of why it was being done was because you were farming Volkir. It's okay. I don't. It's, it's sorry. Thanks, dear. Why don't you rate that in an email, hun? So. <laughs> the price you pay for helping people, right? Yeah, yeah. The price you pay for helping someone. Maybe that's going to be the secret theme of this episode. Juno pants and shit for your stupid ass dragoon. I've That's never used them. <laughs> I've never used them. For your stupid ass dragoon. Uh, oh. I talked very early on in the podcast, uh, maybe episodes 20s or 30s or something, if I had to take a random guess about how Carrot and I were farming those zones, and it was really enjoyable and how great Thief is, and I stick to how great Thief is for that. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I see the cat is on your shoulders. That's that's cute. You are You are now furniture. Um, so the guy sent me a tell and he's like, well, you just farm NMs. It's like, well, you want Vaulty drops. So yes, well, we you farm the NMs. <laughs> well, no, it's three people. You just farm the NMs. Oh, how do we do it? I yeah. The core kill statues or whatever. And I said, I told him, I go, this is the reason to have more than just a bad thief. Cause having a good thief here is like really important and really good. And he's like, ah, oh, I could just tank all the mobs on warrior. And I'm like, mm, do you understand why you're bringing thief? Mm, I'm like, I was, I told him, I go, I was using mambo and evading. You, you don't want to face tank this on war. I know this is pre Odyssey. We were doing this, but still, I think, I think warrior can take on a, uh, one of those NM solo. It should be fine. Yeah. And M solo, but wave two statue solo. Cause if you don't pull the right eyes, oh. you can't sleep that. I mean, I, it's depending on links. Cause you can sleep in an M statue. There's no eyes with that for lighter, dark resistance and bestox gimmick. But if you have the wrong thing, you're going to be tanking. If you get a link and it's the wrong eyes, you're going to be tanking like six mobs at once. On Thief, I can do that because I evade all I always, I always just assumed people would just like one-shot the statues all the way up to the NM they want to kill and then fight the NM by itself. You can, but there's some there's some times that things happen. But, you know, yeah, we, we did just kill the statues. <laughs> Other times I'd pull them because I want to get points or stuff around it for currency or something. But yes. Stuff, sure. stuff does still happen in those zones. Sometimes you link a bad statue, think of Sandy if you do something wrong, or if you get resisted, that does happen. So you don't want to have it be get resisted and the statue doesn't die for some reason and you have seven mobs on your ward that you can't handle with. Plus the TH is what you want anyway. So so I primarily use Thief to farm detritus, but since you mentioned Thief, I was actually looking at it the other day and I was like, you know, 
I wonder about the investment on this if I were to upgrade it. <laughs> like I was actually sitting there considering like actually upgrading the gear for Thief and stuff. And... Well, outside of like Zevioso, which I had to get on Dragoon eventually because I thought it would just be a little better. I still think I could. If I had tossed our I didn't want to punish yeah. the group as you know a thief to make it a little harder than it has to be, but I I liked going. No, that, that was my fault. If I had Toshtar, we would have been there because then you could have done Mandalic Stab. Well, I did Rooters with Tosh. Toshtar, and the parcel would have been higher. Yeah, I was using. That's that was the time, problem because I, I, I held that one back. Yeah, well, yeah. you know that's that's what it is, and I wanted to put a video of me doing on a thief because I just think thief's a great job for that fight in general, and people don't ask. I think for it's it. fine. Yeah, and yeah. but it just ended up being I was on dragoon for that, which I did not do for V twenty, V twenty, and down. I would not. I would take thief over it because you don't need the dragoon. But, oh yeah, nowadays yeah. for sure. But, yeah, even even before V twenty five came out. Sure, but yeah. um, having Vajra for doing that low man thief that was very helpful because you're talking about an environment where we didn't have geo, so I wasn't capping attack against mm -hmm. certain things they're like nms or something so and just depending on the zone you're in being able to do a light skill chain with a powerful mandala close or something that's also just it was really good to have that done on thief because when i was doing that, i did have vajra as a new dagger yeah the unstacked dagger weapon skills felt really bad at least from a dancer's perspective especially not having the attack bonus from the geo i really like appreciate I was, I was hitting like like 12 to 16k rudras and they felt terrible <laughs> I really appreciate Thief now having better PDL gear because Mendelik Stab does get to take advantage of that PDL gear. So Yeah, it does. Like that headpiece, great. Uh, Empyrean head plus three. In fact, that was another thing I was considering too. I was like, yeah, you know what? Vajra looks pretty fun too. But I think it's only gotten yeah, better. And I, and I always remember how much I personally don't like Thief. And I was like, ah, maybe I'll save myself from this. <laughs> yeah, you've always really poo-pooed on Thief, but just the uh, the ability. That, that's my opinion. That, that's, not, that's not that the job is well, actually I, I bad. I know, I know. It, it's one of those things where until you're in the situation of running up in divergence with gandering, AoE, uh, alone edging, all of them. Yeah, I don't care when you're on Thief, it's fine. It's just I personally do not enjoy playing the job. Yeah. <laughs> I like playing, but just Fox, imagine going into Sandy, getting all those uh, Magic Week guys and just spamming AE on everything. And just blowing up all of those ninjas. <sighs> blowing up all the ninjas, yes. Blowing up all the ninjas. <laughs> it shouldn't matter for people anymore, but man, that's the one crux of most of our Dynamis runs when we run on Sundays, is uh, we get people just dying to ninjas still somehow. Fox, the person, we had Princessa or someone, there was a Mithra named Princesses or something like that we had last yeah. time. They showed up in R0, non, maybe it's Afterglow, but it was definitely R0 Mandao main hand, offhand oh. off turret. So we've already, R0 Mandao, let alone R15, is fucking garbage. I'm pretty sure your DPS is higher if you just swap your main and offhand in that situation. If you use a Kaja knife, <laughs> a Kaja knife, keep in mind they're offhanding turret. If you use a Kaja knife, that is yeah. much better than using Mandao. That's funny so, as fuck. So they were using Mandao R0 with offhand turret and then the rest sure. of their gear was mumu's plus two and uh, uh the plus two scotties whatever the uh maganda maganda plus two and mm -hmm. mumu's plus two with the ring associated and etc so no magic evasion got it that's what they wore the whole run every ninja oh, no. this was the one person every ninja just died dead through the whole run wave one and wave two I that's just, not good because like when you're dying in wave one you need to like reassess yourself <laughs> yeah and you know i don't check people for these runs lately uh, i i haven't for months i just oh, okay you got this job come we'll, we'll do it and i figure we'll have enough core people we can carry a whole run and we do but man sometimes i just when i look at that person i just wish i'd check them and 
and said, you're not coming if you don't offhand or drop that man down. Cause that is not use and Torrent. Just use Torrent. When, when I see these things happen too, like I just hope that they walk away with some sort of lesson learned is like, well, maybe I should like actually consider magic evasion gear. I'm the only one dying. <laughs> maybe I'm I the should. only one dying. Maybe I should look less bad. In front maybe of I should consider Fox. If they considered wouldn't have been here in the first place. Right. And I know I'm just like talking about it casually, but you know, it's not too difficult to even get like V zero uh, wins for Bumba or get um, even so, Galetti's gear as an upgrade. Let's let's think, <laughs> let's think of the gear <laughs> options we have here, Fox, on the thief. Roughly. So we have malignants, which you know you could farm a couple pieces of and at least have a that one, one or takes two time. That takes time, but I think getting one yeah. piece of malignants so for any detail at all uh, would or two. The one piece is real. I think that would be handy. You have that. You have <laughs> defending ring. You would think a thief would have defending ring, but uh, you know, whatever. That's that's seventy five content. You have uh, moonlight or moonbeam ring. You could have used that. Um, you have other options here for yeah, generic DT. Yeah, that's you, true. You could have used any plus two gear on your thief. I guess you know why? Why get any plus two gear in your thief? Um, because Gladys doesn't have. Well, you made a Mandal, right? You clearly can't be that serious. Yeah, you got Mandal, but you don't have plus two anything for Thief. I mean, that's that's just entering. <laughs> that's just entering, getting like ten k segs. Like I, I, I mean, picking on an individual is not the goal here, but like pointing out the the weird priorities that people have because this is a recurring thing. Like this player is a recurring player that joins these groups and dies consistently, and it's it's one of those things that. Uh, that people should really be focusing on. Like, you know you're that guy. You know. It's happening the whole run. <laughs> I mean, you could wear a Twilight Torque. Sure. You could You could do that. I mean, you, all you have to do is cap MDT. Sure, it was pretty easy. You have shells, so you have... <laughs> you just need, like, 21 MDT. Yeah. So if you had a Twilight and Defending Ring, you have... You just need 6%. Mm. You, you can find mm. one piece of 6% somewhere. If your cape was DT generic, I mean... That's, that's literally all they would need to survive to this this ability they're just not wearing any mdt yeah or just yeah just generic but they have a mandow and they have a as someone said in the link shell today a skade weapon oh god it took me a moment to figure that out again because <laughs> I, I was like skade someone in link shell said i have the skade sword and i go what the fuck is the skade sword they go ambuscade i'm like that's what I said in Tell to You, Fox. I go, can we just learn grammar and put an, like an apostrophe before Skade? <laughs> I, if you put a lone apostrophe, I would have known what that is. Fucking sure. Skade. This guy's got Scabie Sword. Scabie Sword. <laughs> Fucking Skade Sword. I've never heard it called a Skade Sword. I think I think people who are like trying to like brute force the DDs are just setting themselves up for just the hard way of doing things. And I've talked about this on the podcast in the in the prior years, but like it, it doesn't hurt to to gear up like a healer job or or something like that that can ride through this content and collect the gear for the DD job that you eventually want to bring to it. Like there's nothing wrong with that, and you're probably going to get more out of it doing it that way. <laughs> like you can br- you can keep bringing suboptimal things to content that really we should be crushing at this point. But I understand that people are new, and this is new people advice. And just have jobs that can collect the gear for other jobs. That's what the thief I mean, is, Fox. We have to go to farm uh, Mandow real quick. That way we can uh, farm stuff on thief. We got, you know, it, no, what they were doing, thief, Fox, yeah. is they just left farming <laughs> beads 
for their uh for their AI. dancer is more effective in this situation like you can gear thief and dancer simultaneously and the dancer is more useful for that run it's not going to save him it's not going to magically save him from being exploded by ninjas that's a personal gear decision that they need to fix but you at least offer some sort of utility what happened fox is they saw a flow chart on reddit and it said to oh, use no. mandow to farm beads and that's why they uh made that mandow to go farm those beads and that's that's where we're at so oh god but Fox, you know what? All of that, the coup de grace of this entire thing, you know what it is? What is that? They showed up to get RP. Oh, and didn't trade their neck in. And didn't trade their neck in. Some, that happens to someone every run, too. And it was an <laughs> NQ neck. Oh, that's too bad. It wasn't a plus one neck, which usually it's very not expensive to get a plus one neck for any of these jobs. Hey, but but it's an NQ neck, and it was not traded for points. So the entire time they showed up to get drops and die and do nothing, they didn't even get RP. Sometimes you make a Mandow and don't make better equipment first. I don't know. They could have spent less on their plus one neck, which would have done more for them than the Mandow, and not made a Mandow. Yeah. This is the elitist speak that people don't like, Fox. The, the cold hard facts of don't make a Mandow, get a plus one neck, and oh, stop. Oh, because you, stop you bought a bunch Mandow. of and, and shortcutted so you could fulfill the I don't think they bought Gil because their gear was so bad, Fox. Their gear was so bad they couldn't have bought Gil because they would have had better gear. Unless they could only afford the man now. <laughs> only afford the man now. All the sparks went to the man now. That's just the thing, though. It's like, wh why are you trying to fulfill the Rima requirement when your Rima isn't going to do anything? And that's like the shortest of shortcuts. Like, I don't think there's a guide out there in Thief that recommends you get a Mandow. So, like, clearly nope. you've done no, no research on the job. So you're getting a Mandow just so you can see a Rima shot and be like, yeah, I'm a Rima Thief. I was disappointed hoping with this, no one will check you. <laughs> with the all jobs damage simulator thread, I was disappointed there was a Mandow Mercy Stroke set. I was very disappointed. Are, are, we, are we doing this? No, we're not. We're, what we have, so yeah. announcing Fox. Oh, you just keep fucking with me. I see. Announcing. <laughs> <laughs> I am uh, uh, fingering that butthole ever so slightly. That's, that's announcing the March version update. I will start here, Fox. Um, you will get the first up part, so I will do the first little bit here. Uh, good day, adventurers. Matsui here with your monthly dose of FFXI news. The Sunday days, the sunny days, sorry, the sunny days fooled me into thinking it was getting warmer outside, but the cold winds are as biting as ever. I might have to wait a little while longer for spring to be truly upon us. Let's dive right into the March version update. First up is part one of the 11th and final chapter of the Voracious Resurgence. The story resumes at the Mog House in your home nation. Da, da, da. So perhaps da, 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 uh, we can expect a certain you-know-who to pop up. The final installment of this chapter is currently slated to go live in May, and we're working feverishly to bring you a wonderful conclusion to this thrilling tale. So bear with us just a, while, a little while longer. Meaning that Spicy can eventually start Voracious Resurgence soon. Dude, in four months, we will have <laughs> Voracious Resurgence final chapter, and I will do that, and it is going to be a great time. Go live in May. Because let me tell you, running around on Cat's Eye doing COP again, I actually listen to the music and stuff, and it is just, I'm having a very fun time. <laughs> I am happy doing this. This is, like, I've, I've done this on Mules a few times and stuff like that, and I've always enjoyed it, but now, now doing it in a different context again, it's just been a, it's, mm -hmm. it's been a good fun time, so. I can't yeah. wait to do another storyline on retail. Yeah. So I guess I'll take over two more and then you'll finish the very last of it. Sure. This month's Ambuscade features Sahagan in Volume 1 and Porksy's Oink Oink in Volume 2. The Sahagan battle features an adjustment to silence effect durations on the boss and a removal of cumulative resistance to status ailments with their routines, uh, retinues, retinues. 
their retinue's respawn timer being lengthened by a bit. I don't know what a retinue is, but... Uh, the Porksy battle featured a decrease in monster HP, so both volumes should be a little bit easier than the previous go-around. We've also got an update to the term filter, which was first introduced in February. You are now able to choose whether you would like the terms to be case-sensitive or not, and whether terms can include or exclude spaces. Mm. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> Sorry, my nipples. Gotta deal with that light space. Oh, my fucking yeah. nipples, Fox, there. <laughs> Uh, this features. Uh, this features is quite powerful. This features is quite powerful. Once you get used to it, so take a look at the version update notes in a few days for more information. All right. So ambuscade, huh? <laughs> so the Sahagan uh, ambuscade is the, now. Fox, there's the, I said you read the last two. What is this? All right. All right, on, right, what, right. what is this? Get, get with it, man. We're also ready to launch our updates to the sortie queuing system. Up until the date, the queues were on a per-instance basis, with players being automatically sorted into the instance with the shortest line. With this adjustment, everyone is placed into a single line and are assigned it to whichever instance opens up first. So it sounds like it's single queue. Yes, finally. As the seasons change, the weather can vary wildly from day to day. Please take care of your health first so you can enjoy Final Fantasy XI in tip-top shape. See you in Venadil. You know, the the line thing today, we had a one-page thing, and we had multiple groups like that minutes. came up <laughs> after us and queued, and yeah. we waited for like 10, 12 minutes, and groups that came after us kept getting in in front of us Yeah, for, for 10, almost 15 minutes. We had multiple... Because we were in the shortest line with the slowest person. Yeah. So this change will have helped us not have to wait for multiple groups coming after us. Zoning in five minutes, seven minutes after we queued... And then entering before us. That, that'll prevent yeah. that. So we'll finally finally have sortie sorted out. They're going to sortie some shit out, Fox. Hopefully. Hopefully. But I am excited for the Voracious Resurgence to be finished, which means, I think mm -hmm. what that means, Fox, if I'm going to read the old tea leaves here, as they say, I think that that means more content for Prime Weapons will be coming. I think that they will tie Aminon, as they should, into making a Prime Weapon. If it's only just the title access, that's fine with me. If they add another drop to him, like with the uh, Conjurite, we only need one per weapon and they add a drop to Aminon. So every time you do Aminon, it's one weapon. I think that would be very fair for Prime Weapons. Yeah. Um, okay. And I think they will have to make Beyond Aminon because I think there's no way based on the content we have so for that. Realistically, weapons, though, we need 10,000 of that drop, right? 10,000 of that drop. Yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, by Tetsu's. I, I think there's realistically no way, based on the content we have for the ultimate weapon category they're adding here, there's no way they don't put Aminon into it. Because if you think about it, they've done only the upstairs with the chondrites, and the next step should logically be the basement. But I, I think maybe they could just go beyond the basement and make it Aminon, as they think they should, or at least Aminon will be a part in the process. But I think there will be at least one more thing of content. I don't know if they said something before about it or not. I, I feel like they have, but I'm not. Don't quote me. That they've said something about adding additional content beyond sortie for prime weapons, or maybe just additional content with no context and me assuming it's for prime weapons. But I feel like they need to make one more thing of content just for a prime weapon because it's kind of, you can't just, they're like, to stretch one event to include, it'd be like doing Omen for a prime weapon. It'd just be silly. It's, yeah. it's Omen. That's the equivalent here of, of what's going on. So I think there'll be I, one more thing. When the, when the thing ends, they'll start making content for... I, I also don't think that they're going to tie prime weapons to Odyssey either, because uh, like nothing no. in the like spoil like 
spoiler free, like there, there, there's nothing in the voracious resurgence that's really tied to Odyssey. So I don't see why making like the V25 Bumba clear um, part of it too, unless they're just like, here's hard content, go ahead and beat that and make a weapon, right? So I, I think it's going to be limited to to the stuff that, that's actually tied to VR. And um, hopefully they do come out with more content from it. Like the the basement bosses and Ammonon were a challenge for quite a while and they were a nice challenge to have. Um, but it wouldn't be too bad to like get more stuff along those lines. Yeah, they're not sure. bad now. Yeah. I think if And players, even then, like figuring them out didn't feel bad either. I think if players want to have items like Aeonic quantity uh quality where they used to struggle to beat those NMs, I think that they need to include Ammonon and other things there that players are ignoring. So Ida, people no one no one yells for Ida. No one does Ida. Most people don't fight Ida. Like on Velner's stream, he never does Ida. He's never fought him. He, it's because Ida is the hardest boss in. He's really not that hard. The only thing that can go well, wrong. Well, I with know Ida, he's not. But... Yeah, the only thing that can go wrong with Ida that we've had happen once, I think, which definitely will happen eventually, is while you're nuking, he TPs and changes yeah. into something he absorbs, and you heal him, and that's that is up to us. That, yeah. that will end that fight. You will not beat him that run because his DT will shoot through the roof. And it's just, it's, it's absurd. Yeah, it just, that fight's over. And, and then you'll get vivisectioned. <laughs> as, as the rub, you'll also get vivisectioned. But otherwise, we're yeah, able to beat he's him. He's harder now. than Ammonon. Like, that's. Yeah, he can be. I mean, otherwise, we beat him Ammonon's now before even three minutes has passed a couple of times. Now we beat him. So we beat him in like two and a half minutes. That's not difficult yeah. in my mind, as long as you just do some basic things. Yeah. But he's the most difficult out of all of the content that's there. Yeah. Which is, which is what, what I, I like at. about this content is that it's more challenging in terms of its stats and applying gear you've gotten in the game so far. But as long yeah, as you yeah. do some basic shit that everyone does, uh, you're going to beat uh, it. I mean, so that's the problem. People don't do the right things. And that's I would say that everyone does it. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> if, if you do the right dance moves, you will beat it. It's not that difficult. But if you don't, you're just going to lose. And that's what people aren't used to is feast or famine. They're used to like they can struggle bust it if they suck like ambuscade where people this month are doing 22 minute ambuscade V1s and even timing <laughs> out. Akinen joined that's a group absurd. that timed out on VD. Timed out. There's a lot wrong with that. And they, they didn't wipe. <laughs> they timed out and didn't wipe. I mean, can, can you that's imagine? That's hard for me to believe. No, I can't actually. I can't compose a scenario in my head where you can enter VD with today's gear and time out against this fight. Like, I don't understand. I'd have to be there. So I can understand what happens because we had an ambuscade yesterday. We do once a week, usually on Friday, to do the weekly seal and not miss it and get some ambuscade points and chug along and get a little free gear or whatever. Just on a Friday night because everyone's free. We can do one extra thing for 20 minutes. Because uh, sure. our, our our group doesn't run as long as yours does. We um, do like an hour and a half and that's it. Maybe yeah. maybe two, depending on if it's, a, you know, another run for two two key item embos or something. But, mm -hmm. uh, you know, we had to invite some people because when we on Fridays, Carrot like leaves to go play on her private server or whatever after playing with our uh, our Shulsi and our, our whatever we did. We did Shulsi and Sorty on Friday. And then, you know, we do Ambuscade, she'll leave. So we had to invite some people. And we invited, I invited a white mage that was pretty good. I was happy in, in terms of quality pug. I thought they were above average quality. You know, I, I can't expect okay. the world as, as you might do sometimes. I'm surprised you found a white mage. Oh yeah, yeah I was sure. surprised too. And I said, all I need you to do besides auspice and buff, because you have to specify auspice or they just might not cast it, is <laughs> keep banish up. So you reapply it when it's off and silence the mob. And they go, I can do that. I'm like, great. They fucking said that instead of saying, I get people that don't even answer that. They just don't answer me. <laughs> so <laughs> it happens pretty frequently. Oh, no. 
It's it's bad sometimes. Maybe if I don't say anything, he'll just let me join. <laughs> and um, that was great. I am a white mage. So there was one slot out of us because two people left. Hundi had to go. He had work in the morning, so he disbanded. Uh, yeah. So I had to find a core. And I invite someone, Chimera, who I'm like, oh, it's been a long time since I played with them. Maybe it's not going to be bad. Because I remember them in the past, them just not not getting with it. They used to be uh, in the Link Show, whatever, a different Link Show, I think, a long time ago. Magnanimous or whatever. And they just didn't get with it. And I'm like, okay, it's been years. Maybe they've gotten with it. All you have to do on core is give us Monk's Roll, give us Chaos Roll, and Crooked the Chaos, and TP the Skeleton, Weapon Skill the Course. There you go. That's all yeah. you got to do. Same I, thing the Bard has to do, basically. Yep. <laughs> I made the mistake yeah. the first run of not telling him to use Monk's Roll. So they used non-crooked cards anything and rolled monk, uh, Chaos and Sam. And I said before when I go, no, no, we need Monk's Roll, so please fix that when he Monk's. They got the Monk's up and everything. And so what happened is they just kept weapon skilling the normal skeleton. And I just kept saying in party seven times over. I just kept spamming the same thing up enter. Uh, stop weapon skilling the skeleton. And they just kept savage blading the skeletons over and over and over again, like seven times. They just wouldn't stop. And so whatever. Well, auto weapon skill is a hell of a drug, right? So. I don't even think it was auto weapon skill. So, oh, my God. Yeah, okay. I don't think it was. I, I was wow, watching for worse. it. I, I do not think it was auto weapon skill. I don't think anything they did was auto. Oh no. And so that's... for whatever reason it was taking a long time. For whatever reason the move was used, we never see when we fight it normally and it, uh, everyone got killed. So we go back in the next time and I say, okay, this time do not weapon skill the skeletons at all. Can you do that, please? They go, okay. I go, so just weapon skill the course and TP the skeleton. That's it. I said, all you have to do is the rolls you did, TP the skeleton, weapon skill the course. Like they stood there at the start. They knew what to do at the start of the skeleton. They had done ambuscade before. They stood there without being told. They just waited. And I even said, you know, just let the monk fight it, I said in party, and then get on. So they waited. That was no problem. And then after we went in the second time, they put the right rolls up and they listened. They stopped weapon skilling the skeletons. That was good. What happened this time, Fox? They never weapon skilled. They, yeah, they, they just might not know what a course is. Like they may have been waiting for the course to spawn. I mean, I said course. I said NM. I mean, <laughs> I said stop. You know, the first time, stop weapons go on the skeleton. Okay. I said, and I said, just weapons go the course NM and TP on the skeleton. It's fine. And then mm -hmm. for the first 50%, they, it's 3,000 TP. Never used the weapon skill. That's it the whole time. It took us 10 minutes to kill the mob instead of like six. And it just feels long when you're waiting four minutes for nothing to happen. So at 50%, I've said it like seven times, weapon skill the NM, weapon skill the NM, weapon skill, I've savage blade target, savage blade target, over and over again, nothing. So I kick them from the yeah. party and they stand there. And then I get at 25% or so, I get question mark. And I go, this, this is Fox, this is the example, this is how pugs time out. They just, I, I have no idea what's going through, the hamster's off the wheel here. What the fuck is going on? Oh. Maybe he engaged and then went and made a sandwich or something. <laughs> no, the rest of the group will carry him. Sandwich. That sounds like an Azura thing. He was he was yeah. dipping some carrots in ghee, and he was just waiting yeah. for him to, to get to the right ghee-ness. I guess. Oh, yeah. uh, what the fuck? And so, so I said and tell, I go, well, you refuse to listen to me, so I kicked you from the party until you can listen. If you're willing to engage the skeleton and weapon skill the course, you can come back into the party. Is that okay? And I sent him an invite. And they don't ever respond to the invites, and they invite again. They never respond to the invite. They just stand there and wait for us to clear it. Yeah, the because points. they got the, they got it for free. Yep, yeah. they never join back the party. I blacklisted them afterwards, and I'm like, I'm not doing this. It's it's it. Never again. It's, that's a shame. Yeah. Yep. 
That's that's how that's how people you know, don't do content. For, for for people who think that we're being like too elitist sometimes with these conversations, like this is the sort of shit that we're trying to prevent. Like and this is the shit that you see over and over again. Like this is the stuff that we're we're like being too elitist about. You can't save and, them all, but you can at least provide insight to the people who are curious enough to want to because like people want everything in this game they just want to be aminon they just want to be bumba v20 uh 25 for r30 gear they just want it but they can't do it and they can't buy it now so you are faced with the choice of just not getting it which they just don't ever get and for some reason keep playing or you have to actually be curious for once and that's what the conversations we have here are about are about being curious and just fucking doing it Honestly, the non-path D Bumba gear is like not exciting enough for me to really care about V twenty five. I care more about the tier three fights than the Bumba. I appreciate the accuracy the most on the couple pieces. You get like extra five yeah. accuracy, and that's ten accuracy is pretty big sometimes. Like the Impaka set's kind of a letdown, but well, like with what they got. Galetti's the pants time. is the biggest. I think R twenty five to R thirty out of the, so a lot of the gear there. Yeah, it's pretty gross. <laughs> Gotta watch your haste in those sets, but it is pretty good. But Sahagans, but yeah, like, sorry, go on. Sahagans, yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. I was gonna try to find a way to segue into Sahagans. So, yeah, like, people said... treat this ambuscade like it's the fucking boogeyman. It was historically like, my least heard... favorite, but it's been a long time. I think we could it's, resource it's it. It's my least favorite too. And uh, like, I, I hear people, I, I've heard people over the years, just every time this has come up, this is the hardest ambuscade. We can't win, all that stuff. And like the first year when I was doing it with a suspect group of people. Um, that tend to have a hard time doing things. You can imagine who they are. Um, <laughs> you can get them in the Fox. Out. I think you took them to the next level. Yeah. So like they had a really hard time with it um, years back and because we didn't really approach it intelligently. Right. And then as we got smarter over the years and we started having more intelligent solutions with different groups, like, this fight is only difficult if you get stunned over and over again and you can't control the ads. I believe the people of which you are speaking, Fox, I have a video of D many years ago with them in it. <laughs> Probably. I might even be there. <laughs> that was but, after um, I, I threw it together of we're going to use Dragoon skill chains. Oh. Because you get the skill yeah, chain so, in the fight, honestly, because the regen's so high. Yes, and the, the last time this came around... Uh, I was able to actually solo VD uh, as the, as the solo DD, not not solo the VD as in I use trust or anything. Like I had a party, um, but I I soloed as a DD all of the Sahagans on Ninja, and you just chain hybrids with weapon skills together until they die. And Ninja doesn't care about the the spinning fin that stuns you forever because you have shadows. You're never going to get hit with it. So what's great this month, Fox, is a few things I've seen here. Historically, I remember that there was, you know, you just use silence a few times to get silence to land. It sounds like silence is going to land right away. And even if it doesn't, that was never the problem. But it says, well, you just didn't even break it. It says yeah. cumulative status resistance to ailments. So I think you couldn't re-sleep them when they woke up, right? Um, I remember it being I a don't problem. You can only remember that experience. Once. Like, I, maybe we only did it once, but you had to, like, kill the ad before. You had to kill the one you were working on before they woke up, and you just moved from one to one to one. And you used a nitro sleep on the first group of them so that you could set up that chain because they yeah. would respawn after being killed. So you just had to kill them. I, I recall enough. the nitro sleep being used for the long sleep. And when they woke up, the bard could never resleep them. Okay. So sounds when right, I see but... removal of cumulative resistance to status ailments, that means you'll be able to resleep them with enough accuracy. Well, then if you can just resleep them, it's GG. <laughs> yeah, that's good. But also, the biggest thing I think here, above all that, um, is their their retinue the, the squid 
their retinues mm. respawn timer being lengthened by a bit. So with the retinues, the, with, the, with whatever that means, with the respawn of the mouse being increased by a little bit, even if it's just 30 seconds. So this ambuscade on D is the easiest thing in the world because of what you do here. Uh, the regen and everything, it's higher in VD, and they had an extra mob that yeah. has some devastating offensive power, the, the Manta. It's pretty awful, yeah. Yeah, uh, even now it's probably going to kill people if you're not careful. But it's also, uh, you, can't, you can't stun it, so a blue mage there would have been great if you could stun it. But when you kill all these mobs, and we had the power now, if you have people, especially if you have two ninjas to separate and skill, skill chain themselves on these mobs, when you defeat all these sure. mobs, the mob in the middle becomes not invincible anymore, and you can just attack the mob in the middle, and it's weak. And you can, if you defeat that mob in the middle, which is invincible when the mobs are up, uh, and it loses HP when you kill these mobs, if you can defeat that mob in the middle because all the mobs haven't respawned, the fight's over. You beat them, the thing, and that mob goes yeah, down fast. So we, yeah, it does. We did it by taking its health off by defeating ads. That's the yeah, ninja method because they respawned before, and it took a long time. Yeah, it takes like ten minutes or eight minutes or some nonsense. Yeah, it's really long, but so uh, if, with, with two ninjas, it's way faster. Yeah, if if the if the respawns are long enough now, what that could do is this could go from being the worst ambuscade because you can re-sleep them or you can silence these or whatever, and they don't respawn as fast. They can go from being the worst ambuscade to rewarding you for being stronger, make this the best ambuscade because you can just yeah. skill chain the mobs as you do, and then you can go to the mob guy in the middle and then just beat him down, and the fifth fight's over, and you I... can do it in like five minutes or seven minutes. Even even if you don't drink the ninja juice like I did, um, if, if, if you bring like any other DD, just make sure you're sub ninja so you can absorb the spinning fin because blink does not work. Um, it'll just clear it and you'll get stunned. Uh, you have to use Utsusemi. I recall and it, can it being eat very accurate too, so even if you use like evasion. Yeah, it's it's accurate, and um, you can't really resist it. At least not in the past, you haven't been able to. I, I recall in earlier difficulties maybe resisting it with a couple carols. We used to use the carol because it would shorten the time at least. Yeah, so yeah, you can partial, but I've I've never I've never seen it full resist. At least not not to my memory, but I mean it's been a while. But a job like and um, I never I never like in the last time it came around I never even fucked with D. We just did VD the entire time. I think was, a job like Corsair and uh, Bard with Ninja Ninja and the Corsair and the Ninja and the Bard and the Ninja make a skill chain on two separate mobs. I think two separate kill groups with a healer and uh, maybe a Geo or something. Whatever else you have, you need someone to hold the Kraken. That's, okay, so you have a tank, a healer, uh, bard, ninja, core ninja. And I think having those two kill groups to go across and skill chain those mobs, you can defeat them. Uh, or even just have a ninja take one and then take another one and have the core and bard take one. And they can all sub-ninja themselves. And I think that would uh, I think that would take down this ambuscade very quickly. We'll see what happens next month when we go and do it. But, but with the changes, but not, it could be really good. Not everyone has ninja, though. So like, True. even though I, I can usually provide a ninja solution almost all amb ambuscades, like just look at what ninja can do and why you would be ninja and you can kind of like work that in on other jobs too so like i can't stress that you two semi on dds enough i know you're probably going to want to use your sub dragoon for bigger numbers or whatever you should probably be sub ninja so you can actually skill chain <laughs> in, the, in the past i recall going blue sub nin and having a warrior sub sam and just having the warrior open or close or whatever and just hoping we didn't get stunned because on the manta you don't need it so we would take the manta down pretty easily using um chongo and blue mage doing various closes i believe it was with cdc to uh upheaval for uh, fusion then savage blade for light then upheaval again for uh, radiance and we would kill the manta that yes way. and it would kill your radiance and allow you to make the skill chain again yeah yeah and you would that we would do that to kill the manta or uh, yeah, years ago, so. yeah but the region is very intense so you have to use skill chains
Oh yeah, you absolutely do. I mean, I'm sure maybe you could just brute force it and everyone fights one, you just brute force it now, but I mean... I mean, I'm looking forward to Zola's video where he just kills it with Ukon Wars. But... Yeah, but still, it's there's going to yeah. be some skill chains going on in this video. <laughs> Ukon Wars and Lead and Salute, because that seems to be his strat. <laughs> Occasionally Torque Lever. But yeah, I remember them being remarkably weak to uh, hybrids, so like try to bring your, your samurais if possible to I'm kind of excited for them because these ambuscade changes they've been making have been very good. I like the course ambuscade now where I hated it and I hated the Sahagans before and I, all the changes they keep making have been very good. I like this month's ambuscade, frankly. Well, the Sahagans may still be a slog. We don't know yet. Yeah, but... We don't know, but it sounds like they're going to be better than they were. I liked the Sahagans still the least, even though I like doing ninja things just because it does take a long time the previous way. So hopefully we can speed it up like you were talking about and be able to actually fight the bard with more consistency. What do you think the, the best ninja month is? Q-Tribs? Uh, the best ninja month? Best ninja month for Ando. Yes. Q-Tribs? <laughs> uh, well, as far as like jobs that seem quote unquote required, it'd be ninja. It'd be Q-Tribs, yeah. But, well, um, I would ninja say... Too, one of my favorite things was ta was super tanking the um, the foamer relic weapons on ninja. That was insane. <laughs> um, That's something people don't do. I've not heard of that. You should never do that. No, it's so sketchy. <laughs> it is incredibly. <laughs> well, sketchy. how many years ago was this? This this was like two years ago, probably. Well, it would have been yeah, easier now. Super tanked it with mambo. I mean, yeah, but. They're still going to hit you. Like <laughs> they still have a floored accuracy rate, right? So yeah, twenty percent. Um, yeah, so you're still going to get it. Um, I would say the most fun that I've had in Ambuscade with Ninja is probably the Mamul Sage. Not not like the Sages, but the the Mamul. Um, Where you have multiple Mamuls of skill chains, you have to use on them, like the the spear users, the mage users, and then like the Mamul in the back. They all have auras you have to break, and there's like a with the auras you had to break. Yeah, yeah, that one always felt really good on Ninja because even if you fucked up, you you were the only one who survived, and you could eventually just because the other Mamul one. So like the the other Mamul one is the various three and three casters or whatever and then there's another, there's like a third mama one isn't there where there's the the ninja with the skill change to do multi-step skill the chains. ninja with the skill chains yeah yeah so there are three mama ones there's the skill chain yeah one you have to break oh no that's the same one with the because the other ones have you can no that's crit. the same one because yeah, you have to kill like the star and just you have to kill the yeah 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 but that, that one always felt pretty ninja critical because like it, it, it i always like the ambuscades where if you bring a ninja it's like a soft win automatically like you can't fail wow. um well, within reason, right? So, like, if the ninja knows what they're doing, you probably can't fail. And, like, that that one in particular was one where, where the ninja could just eat the Majingakura Alpha or whatever, uh, Majingakura Alpha, so, and just never care. You know how I know the changes to Ambuscade have been very good lately? You can take more than just ninja and win? Outside of the Moogle being eh, because <laughs> the Moogle's that eh thing. I mean, the Moogle's cool for yeah. a little bit. I've talked high and low about the Moogle. It's a, it's a yeah. And ninja's a bad, or Moogle's a bad month for ninja, that's for sure. Yeah, it's a bad month for a lot of jobs. I, well, Kanagi ninja, fuck. No, you're right. That's ass. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> and he's at AM, man, you're amnesia. So if that's, that's right. You can for the past three, four months now, maybe going into five months, the past five ambuscades when the Sahagan comes out has been um, higher prices on the auction house. HP bailed 800K. This is, this is like okay. unprecedented. It's usually like 400, 500K, 550 maybe. Uh, and it's been 800K for Does feel good to sell months that. <laughs> now. And yeah. posts on the other crappy subreddit, not r slash Final Fantasy 1-1, which you should join. But sure. uh, I always plug it. 
It, it, I know. One day it will be a place that everyone cares about. I think it's a positive place. So, um, sure. is every month people complain on the other subreddit, like, oh, this month sucks. People yell or, or post an auction house. Like, all these things, all those three combined. Like, oh, this month sucks. I hate this month. Da, da, da. Like, every month. Yeah. Now. And those are the bad players that hate that month. Those are the ones that don't try and do... People have been doing volume two in the uh, the Reddit Discord, which is just, just bad stuff. Uh, failing volume two, even, and commenting on it. But, uh, or, oh, I missed the gold bombs for the extra points. I'm like, come on. But I know it's been good because as people doing the mechanics, it's been better than it used to be, and people are complaining they can't do it on V-Day. So I know it's the right balance, I think, in terms of what they can really realistically do. Because you got to yeah, be realistic. Yeah, I, I don't think I don't think that any ambuscade should be like an auto win. Um, I think you, especially on VD, I should say, like on VD, you should have to think about it and apply the proper strategy. And I think that's like the spirit of ambuscade. Yes. Um. So I'm glad they made the changes they did back in the day, where like. You know they nerfed like summoner burns and things like that. Um, that that's that's all positive, but as far as like people like complaining about it and stuff, like I, I don't really attribute that much to Ambuscade. I just think that's just overall a certain type of player's mentality, and they can just either get over it or just never join my group. I don't know. It's whatever. I I do think there's this weird era where I'm a Final Fantasy where it doesn't jive with whatever's going on in the gaming world now because I also saw someone join the other the Reddit Discord recently. It's it's just a bad mm-hmm. time. Don't do not join it. And they joined and they they're like, oh, how do I make a character for this? And someone said, do this, this, that. And they're like, oh, that's too much work. I'm just gonna go back to Fortnite. Oh, and, okay. yeah, and it's just that's that's Fortnite. So they were probably watching Ninja and probably saw Ninja play this game. Probably. I mean, that's my guess. That's that maybe. So, yeah. like, I don't follow the streaming world because those those big streamers are fucking. Cunts, oh, I don't follow that I, dude. I, think they're real I just know of him. But yeah. I mean, that's like, what world do we live in? Where I, I really enjoy being able to pull up a resource that everyone's worked on for. A, like, when I pull up the COP pages, I didn't work on those. I've improved them recently as I do them. But when I pulled up, someone else did all that work. And they made all these these elaborate things that take me there. And I'm improving the walkthrough because there's some points I'm like, why isn't this here? I'm, I'm lost because it didn't say this and I should have said this and I fixed that. But when I pull up all this stuff people have done, I like having a resource in front of me with maps and like, it's like, it's an adventure. I don't, and I'm just like, if I want to point and shoot, I'll play a different game. I have other games for that, that quick thrill rush of point and shoot. Or if I want to play strategy, I have other <laughs> games to do that. Final Fantasy is like this unique experience there. And like, like no one seems to want to enjoy that unique experience. Like, like, there's plenty of other games you could do. Give me my loot crate. <laughs> yeah, that's the Ford. Fucking Ford. <laughs> Whatever. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, the, the, the charm of this game is exploring different sets you can build. I never understood either why jumping to, trying to jump to the head of the line and just, like, putting those sets on that other people are recommending for whatever thing and not understanding why you're wearing it and therefore using it wrong. Um, all this stuff goes back to things that we've said before, but like you always see the players do this, and I don't really understand it because that that you're right. That is the Final Fantasy Eleven experience is being able to put these sets together and enjoy a system that just isn't present in any other game. What felt, <laughs> what what I I always talk about Cat's Eye lately because it's been a good time. But what I really enjoyed was I played seventy five a million years ago, where as I said famously, I thought agility on the pup AF hands was haste, and it's just agility it doesn't make you hit faster. And I was such an idiot at, at that time frame at 75 when I played. I got much better towards the end I got when I was being a professional blue mage, quote unquote, and black mage, where I was getting into the uh, my skill as a player, despite my gear, was really improving. And I was 
becoming the same spicy I am today. I'm like, wow, I saw your solo video. Like, it was like I was perfecting that at 75. Soloing really does that. Yeah. yeah especially was, at 75. I was perfecting at 75 my abilities and skills and my gear and my information and knowledge. It got much better from that point on because that was my first 75. You're an idiot when it's your first 75. And that era with reading Killing Ifrit and Alakazam and there's fucking some page and that shit. But going back at 75 now with the options of gear that still existed then, and applying what I knew about the era and what I know and having better wiki resources and just taking all of the conversations we have and the information and knowledge I have about yeah. mechanics and working on mechanics pages in the wiki, like taking all the stuff I've learned and then reapplying it back, like how would I have done it? And taking like, I would have used different gear. I don't want this. I want to use this, that. Like I didn't use a gear swap at 75, like having random pieces in a, like a, I have like a really, really, really basic Black Mage Lua for very basic things, but it still has my nuking set, my idol set, that kind of stuff. Just that's about it. And just reapplying it backwards after everything has been like quite a an out-of-body, like how could I redo my 75? I know better now experience. It's been very fun. <laughs> yeah. But just doing that, that's the whole Final Fantasy thing. That's the point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't have to get bogged down in the ridiculous shit. Because like I remember back then I was uh, I was explaining how PDF works. Yeah, but there wasn't a lot of gear to really capitalize on it. And, uh, you know, a lot of that was because I did a lot of research during my solos on how all this stuff works mechanically. And that's the background of me. Like, that's why I understand how to do this, because I really did do those solos. People claimed they did as well, because everyone's a best of when you talk when you talk to them about like nostalgia and stuff like everyone did that shit, of course. Um, It's not true. There are very few people who did it. And you had you had to do you you had to do a lot of research first to do it and that's how i know for a fact that people did not do that even though everyone claims to um but the the point isn't necessarily calling those people out it's just that it it was part of the final fantasy 11 experience that that got richer as you it was like the point of soloing like people who were soloers tended to be better players because they were more apt to be able to research these things rather than just take you know the the word of mouth from someone and be like, oh yeah, just apply this and win. A lot of make or break things is decision making yeah. on the fly. And when you solo, yeah. you develop decision making on the fly. Oh yeah. It's a situational context-based reasoning, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. But you'll you'll get a lot of people who just like claimed they were red mage ninja tanks, but not everyone was a red mage ninja tank because that required soloing knowledge. Um, because you had to make good decisions on the fly, just like you were saying. And that, that was actually my extension of that point. Is like you get to learn how to tank from the hardest tank to play that then became the easiest tank to play and the most broken tank to play, which is why SE nerfed it. But you still got all of that knowledge banked, and then you could apply it to the other jobs that you then wanted to play later. And like that that's the background of why I know so much about how, how to optimize things in this game is you can take this information from the 75 era, and you can still apply it now which is what a lot of these returning players should be doing if like maybe they can remember something about it. I know it was a long time ago. Um but you're not always at a disadvantage. Like if you can remember like what you needed to do to research things back then and just like take some time to casually explore the hobby that you enjoy and research the role that you're going to do, you're going to have a better outcome like it happened back then. I think the biggest problem that a lot of people face Fox, I've seen I try to read the comments in the crappy subreddit and uh, well, I don't read that subreddit. I mean, their Discord. A lot of people make comments there. I don't want to. Their subreddit's so bad. I don't even read it. Um, they yeah. make a lot of comments up like, um, "I've been gone for a few months because I felt like I was never going to catch up. I feel like coming back because I guess there's something that people come back for. But there's this mentality of I'm never going to catch up if I don't have the best stuff. And I, it's natural yeah, to have that. To but, <laughs> yeah. 
it's just that if you only worry about catching up, you're never worrying about what you're doing in the moment. Yeah. And I, honestly, I think the biggest step is just network with people because they're in the same place as you and like group up with them and just be okay with failing. Because if you fail long enough, eventually you'll clear that stuff with those people and attack, you know, punch at your weight class and farm the things you need to farm to get to the next content. Like I, I, I mentioned this in our discord when I answered somebody the other day, like, dude, maybe you're not ready for the content that you're fighting. There's other content that's meant to bridge it. Like just because you play the subscription does not entitle you to play the content proficiently. You're allowed to play. You can do whatever you want with your 1295 or whatever, but it doesn't mean you're going to do it well and you should do it in order. And they said, because Bridget, I'm not going to farm that Subligar. That's a waste of time. Well, basically, they just ignored it in the Discord. Like, yeah, that's, well, you know, just, when that happens, you just, like, like, I like that we have a group I, now I let it go. That, uh, we have a group now of just people who listen to us or join or, or want to socialize or whatever, and they ask for help or whatever. And there's a certain point, I like that we have a group, but if there's people that join and, and just want to skip everything and get to whatever because like all these guys provide good information i I like the good information so i can be the best i'm gonna i'm gonna be the strongest and skip everything and get all the gear because if i could just do what these guys do i'd have all the gear i'm just missing the the walkthrough of the uh you know the the, i'm missing the key to put in the lock to turn it so i have all the, the treasure in the chest if i just have that from them i can do it and you get those people that join like that and those are the people we don't want the ones that just want the, oh, what's the answer to the math problem? I don't care about doing math. Just give me the answer so I can have the, the answer to the math problem. Those are the people that join. And those are the ones when yeah. you see that, Fox, you can identify and you just ignore them at that point because that's, you know, we don't want to give you the answer to the math problem. I don't have the answer to the math problem. Fox generally does. But it's it's about caring about <laughs> the math problem itself. I I don't know. The, the math problem. Like, so here's the thing with math, guys. Like, <laughs> Math's scary, Fox. It's not though. Like the math that you have to do that involves this game is is not scary. Like, don't it, it's algebra. Hey. And I know that some people are gonna be like, oh, condescending uh, algebra. Fucking, fucking Y and X Fox. All you're doing is replacing a letter with a number, and that number changes. That 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 is all. If you write it down, it doesn't run away from you. It doesn't go anywhere. So, like, just write out all these things and just approach it one step at a time. You don't have to be some sort of math master to play this game. Like, most of the math that I do is fucking gross in real life. Like, in-game, I don't have to do that math. Like, this is, it's, it's much easier than people, like, try to lead other people to believe. And then people get intimidated by it and then no one wants to learn. It's, it's like this weird, like, spiraling shutdown pattern. Just, just try it. It's not hard. Hey, Fox, before we get off the subject and go on to our favorite thing here, uh, the simulator, uh, it's it's been at least a year, probably a year and a half, maybe closer to two. And while we're on the subject Mm -hmm. of math here, maybe I should reintroduce the joke. It's been a while. Uh, Why do you never need to solve for why? Why why is that? Because X going to give it to you. Oh, no, that's awesome. (laughs) I should have known. You should have known. I told you that joke before. It's the second time now. I will oh, wait. If, if you still do this thing with me in two years, I will ask you again why you should never solve for why. Well, plus, plus me and my me and my buddy who doesn't play this game anymore, we have a strong affinity for DMX. So. Where my dog's at. <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, oh. oh so, man. Let's get, <laughs> let's get off. Uh, let's get yeah, off don't, this Don't overblow math, guys. Don't, don't overblow it. It's not, it's not hard. It's only hard if you intimidate yourself. 
Because yeah, players don't get off this. Players going to die. Yeah. So it's it's not gross. Our last subject here before we close up this episode. Spect your time. Because mm. it's not been that long, Fox. But we're going to have a good a good lean episode here. So the last subject here is going to be threat of the week. Yeah, and it is what is the threat of the week, Fox? Threat of the the week is the all jobs damage simulator in gear sets. Now, okay, what is this thing not? Uh, this this is not a simulator. It is not. <laughs> Why is it not a simulator, Fox? Because it does not account for the TP phase, which is fucking mind boggling. But hey, it gives you an optimized spreadsheet of simulating just one part of it. What is the strongest for weapon skills, basically? Yeah, it's it's basically everything you could plug into a, into a spreadsheet and then just get an answer spit out for. Like, so I like the idea of someone doing this. Like, I don't want to like shit on the dude's work because the dude put a lot of work into this. Yes, like, I have I have an idea of how difficult, well, not how difficult, but how tedious it is uh, to write this particular program. Um, but at the same time it's kind of irresponsible to release this without an extreme user guide manual that people have to sign off on before they use it because people are going to look at this stuff and they're going to make terrible fucking decisions because of it. Well, everyone skips for the first start here. And the first Just look start... At out. Like, they're, they're not good. And... Oh no! Yeah, go for it, man. The I'm first start here is basically they did the research on how to do this and then they talk about the program. Mm-hmm. And and they explain the program here that uh, you know, just on a nerd level here, like you would skip over this. It's like the code itself is available for download on my GitHub page. Uh, you then you will need to download the following items: file GUI dot uh, underscore wsdist.exe and folder icons thirty two slash whatever the hell. And sure. it's just describing how to use it. But like most people are just going to skip over this. If any, like a few people will try to use it, but it it assigns criteria here. Like, it takes all of the equations it says here from the wikis, all wikis, not just BG, yeah. like uh, Japanese wiki that. and stuff, which I think Japanese wikis, frankly, for some things, hard to take in the information room because you don't know what it's translating as a, as a term sometimes for, like, blue magic damage. I don't, I can't make sense of the blue magic damage on uh, Japanese wiki. It's just, I, Google Translate will not give me the right information. I'm like, what is the formula they're using? Is this the old one? Is this the new one? Because we don't have the new one on bg or anywhere on the english speaking anything no one's ever fucking made it and oh maybe i'll look at that later because i can probably interpret okay. not not necessarily the japanese but i can interpret the math probably maybe because so i, I mean take a look. it was just so we could make a way to calculate the value of strength and attack for blue mage gear because just there's no one mm-hmm. there's there's no it was updated when adeline came out and that was like eight years ago and no one's ever made an updated in a decade an updated calculation for blue magic damage because it's just to okay. 75, they had all the calculations, everything. They just, like, maybe Pro with the Scar and stuff did that. And then he doesn't play anymore. So there's just no, there's no one doing math for the job. I believe that. Well, yeah. he still plays, but he doesn't do that stuff. So, yeah. Thank you, my darling wife. I can definitely understand just wanting to play and not have to do this shit. That's for sure. So basically, <laughs> the, uh, to demonstrate the effectiveness of the code, I've used it to automatically find, quote, best in slot, end quote. So this is the quickest of the Bisquick that you have ever seen for various weapon skills on different jobs because this does not yes. account for TP phase and making TP sets and using a TP set to calculate the weapon skill. It's calculating weapon skill. I don't know how it calculates an offensive DT set because uh, there's a few DT sets in here that, one, don't make sense 
to me personally. I mean, they work as the using. So this is written like a technical document, by the way, um, the way he's done this intro and everything. And the, the intro itself, like I can nitpick this, like this is very disingenuous to the outcome that you're going to find for this quote unquote simulator. Well, explain that because you you should not, you should not be saying you should not be saying that. So I'll read this again. Over a year ago, I created a Python based command line uh, weapon skill damage simulator for Ninja. See the original thread, which I used to automatically find best in slot gear for Ninja and share them with the community. Okay. So you shouldn't be talking about what you are specifically doing in terms of a phrase like best in slot. Oh, it should be neutral like a scientific document? It, sh- it should be neutral, yeah. It, sh- it shouldn't be about that. You should be saying that the Python-based command line weapon skill damage simulator can provide this, and it should take your experience out of it. It should never be written from first person. I can uh, that. Yeah, that's, that's, that's technically wrong. And that's because this leads you astray right off the bat because they're saying that the, the author is using this and they're creating best and slot gear sets, but they're not setting up the situation. This is what I keep harping on whenever it comes to spreadsheets and shit. They don't say the situation that this best and slot gear set is for. And this intro never explains the best and slot situation. And the best and slot situation, you have to like scroll down through here and you end up finding it much later that they're they're using for these sets that they pooped out. The best in slot situation is a custom enemy with VIT 289, INT 267, Agility 356, Evasion 1350, and Defense 1500. Why is the agility so high compared to the other stats? I think it's to make it in favor of most of the the sets that get moved out. Because it's it's just to be in favor. Because because this is not a real mob. There's like no mob in the game that's going to match this. And if it is, it's probably an Apex mob. Uh, That yeah, that even the agility be too high for an Apex mob. And the, so the, there's no way these can be best in slot sets, but you've already led the the reader astray the by starting sets. your document with that you've you have determined best in slot things because now now the focus is on you and not your program. What I don't like here too, there's a lot of things I don't like in this, and I think yeah, it's, it's I bad. think it's I think it's nice that people who just want to copy paste sets, which is what I think maybe. Frankly, 75% of the player base, if I had to take a random, I'm pulling a number out of my ass fucking number here, that would mm-hmm. be that would be the player base. 75% of them just want to copy a set and be done and go play, which I understand. I just want to play too, but I, I care too much to just do that. So that's my my crux to bear. Same with you, Fox. Uh, even more than myself. <sighs> but I really take exception to the mid-buff. So he does mid-buff and high-buff. Basically, uh, having yeah. buffs and having cat attack is, is what he's saying here. So the only difference in high buff being now they have Blaze of uh, Glory, Frailty, and Fury here. And before, so one set is the same stuff. The second set is I added a Geo to this set. So the first set is mid-buffs, which is Honor March, Valor Minuet, uh, Minuet 5, Minuet 4, and Crooked Cards, Chaos, and Samurai. So you're already on a lot of mobs here going to have D and other stuff on here too. And you usually have a, a Geo, so... Why, like, to me, the mid-buff being, the I, have, I took everything except arbitrarily Geo because it's some starting point. Most of the time when you need to make a set, it's, uh, I have a lot of attack for something like uh, uh, Shoal, Gal, and M's, like uh, V20s or 25s, like, like or yeah. you might not have a Geo because you have a lot of attack. Like, that's the only time that would apply. And mm-hmm. a lot of time you do have a Geo, too, for some of those fights and, and the potency and everything. Like, like it just... 
using mid buff to be everything but geo seems kind of weird to me because there's too many ways that a geo is involved or not involved to just be like this is mid buff i mean i think identifying the food's the same it's accuracy and attack because it has to be because he's making the evasion higher than even v25s would be which is yeah yeah so like like, it's all over the place in terms of like when you're aiming for something like these sets, some of the sets, the choices here that are best in slot is because the evasion and agility are high, especially just the evasion at 1350. So you would need Maybe to have... Maybe this bump is meek. Maybe he's testing everything against meek. Meek. <laughs> so <laughs> the mob, It smells like meek, This dude. is higher evasion than meek. So you would yeah, need to have about 1390 accuracy on these fights. So that's not floor one in, uh, in, in sortie. It is not a lot of the... It's not tier threes for sure you need less accuracy for even the most evasive tier three v25s so it, yeah. it's it's going to make gear choices that meet accuracy that's not required for a mid buff situation you're against so it's already going to be slightly off in the first place but it's it's just not applying to the right situation so i know you can't apply the right situations but the whole point of making a guide in spreadsheets is to try and what situations do i think are most appropriate to make gear in and yeah. so with all-star simulator for black mage they took Ida. They took what you would take to Ida. They took the exact values of Ida and they mm-hmm. took a, an average master level value or whatever of, of 20, 30. They used 30, I think. And they applied 30 to Ida's exact stats with the, with, uh, the potency of a, a bubble against Ida because you'd be using malaise and stuff against Ida. And they applied, this is the exact sets you would want against Ida exactly. And Ida's the mob you care about the most in the basement. And then from that, you could just change the stats for it'll be a little higher for uh, Aminon or whatever. But that's, an, that's something that's, that's a simulator that works. And that's just that doesn't have to account for TV phase because it's Black Mage. It's a real simulator. Uh, that, yeah. That's what he's trying to do here. But he's trying to apply to every job all at once. And you can't do that. It just waters a lot of choices down. Because if you could, uh, like, he's made improvements, which is good. It, it's still a resource to give you. I a, think it's a good tool. It's, it's a good just tool, yes. Used. That's why I started with that. <laughs> it's uh, like like everyone's gonna look at this and be like, "Wow, we finally have you know penicillin and in Final Fantasy his, 11. his entire post is so disingenuous because of it too. I, I don't want people to think that this is penicillin, and we finally found. Oh, it was so yeah. simple the whole time. Why didn't no one make a simulator before? We just had this technology. We never. No, it's not. That's not the case. It's here. not a sim. It's yeah. not a sim. Yeah, <laughs> but it's not applying to anything directly. You're fighting, which matters across the various range of content people struggle with, which matters. It's not applying what you're doing specifically that matters. And it's not applying values because the accuracy alone will change sets rather dramatically for what you're doing. And you might just change buffs or something instead. So instead it should be what I did for black mage in the black mage guide using all-star sim is I kept changing values exactly to find like I had to really fight the simulator to get me what I wanted here. I had to really keep changing stuff and fighting it to try and get what I wanted. Because I wanted what the sim couldn't give me. I wanted to apply situations I knew would happen to a sim that just wants, what am I doing? I'm going to spit out an answer to you. And I'm trying to change certain things here. Like, oh, I don't have geo. Let me change it. Like, like I'm trying to push the like accuracy up to a certain point. The sim will stop spitting out answers. So I had to start fighting the sim to get exact, what are the two kind of sets? I'm going to compare the top three sets it gives me and see what I think is more reasonable. Because the sim only spits out an answer at you. It says, I think... Based on the criteria you give me, mathematically, on the formulas you give me, this is the correct highest answer for the criteria I've been assigned to, to spit an answer to. But that doesn't necessarily reflect real life on a deal. So you have to use a simulator 
especially for DD jobs. This is black mage. DD jobs, you have a whole TP phase. It's not even accounted for here. So it's completely inaccurate as far as I'm concerned. I mean, you get to a well, certain point. It's TP set. It's, it's off. Big. Yeah. It's just, it's off completely. If the TP set's not accounted for, how can you say this is a weapon skill set? It's going to be close. There are going to be minor changes. You're going to, you're going to be in the neighborhood. Yes. Which is why it's a good tool. You're still in the neighborhood. But to say it's best in slot is, is first of all, incorrect. Yeah, I'm not picking on the tool. I'm picking on the post. And just and I just, people misusing the tool. But <laughs> so I do like in here that there's been improvements because when they first did it, there were just things that jumped off the page at me. Like, why are you assigning a taff on the pup? Like, I know he doesn't play these jobs. <laughs> he can't play every job. But why are you putting tathlums no. in the pup set? You can't use a tathlum on pup. This is like some weird 75 era. I made a best in slot set with a tathlum because of math. And like, oh, dude, you know, you got to use a fucking animator, right? So he's, he fixed that. And there's, there's various bugs in here that were fixed according to the play. Like, it's been a couple weeks of this post at this point, maybe a week and a half. So we, it's gotten time. He's improved the code. He's changed some sets. It's gotten a little better. But there's just things in here that are just, frankly, wild choices I wouldn't make or things, frankly, that I don't know how the simulator gave them. For example, the easiest thing that jumps out to me, Fox, is it suggests using Volty Pants on Dragoon as a best-in-slot <laughs> set. Volty Pants have like six more strength than the Relic Plus 3 Pants on Dragoon, but they have less uh, store TP. There's two less store TP, and they have less accuracy. And I think there's even attack on the fucking uh, Relic Pants. So why in the world would you use pants that have less store TP and everything? Like, uh, like, like the whole set is optimized in a weird way. I think it chose those it, pants because they have more haste and it threw in a helm. Yes. So That's some why. some of these choices here it makes are based on if it is literally one DPS higher or three DPS higher, it'll make a choice. But to make this choice, you've given up a better piece that give your Wyvern uh, uh, defensive option. It gives you more offensive store TP. And because you can use Flamahead, that's what I do to get the haste back. Flamahead is so close to Hajarandi head um with similar story tp and multi-attack that it's just, just without the d-ring strap yeah. to it yeah yeah so like some of these sets i would never use volty pants on dragoon that's just that's just something you yeah. use on bar that's that's silly i mean you can use them in this set because it's technically optimized but if it gives you 10 more dps the, that, that set on say it's best in slot i believe the the relic legs have store tp on them that are higher if i remember right or is it the artifact legs this, the Relic Legs give you 10 store TP, Wyvern uh, physical damage taken like 10 or something. DTV, yeah. Yeah, because you attack and action. It, does, it doesn't give you the 9 haste, but I mean, they, they give you 6, so it's 8, plus these hands is 4 is 12, plus this body is 15. You only need I 17. Don't remember. You only need 17. Anyway, yeah, you only need 17, though. I wonder, because a lot of the times, too, there's been errors in criteria. Like, he might be assigning cap gear haste as the, as the goal here when you can just get 17 haste or like if you have a dancer too you wouldn't need that haste but i mean just you don't need that haste on dragoon to be it certainly doesn't seem like it accounts for the wyvern that's for sure it it doesn't like there's a lot of issues with how it's presenting things here a lot of these things make sense to me and then there's a lot of random things that don't and some of them i could see that are choices that are like arguable like using uh Kentarch belt for Savage Blade. That's that's a choice that I think the simulator used because it needed to hit accuracy. And when a player looks at that, they're gonna be Remember like, "Oh, I'm gonna that, use yeah. Kentarch belt for Savage Blade instead of Selfie belt or something." And I just look at that and I'm like, "What? Why? Like, like that, that's why I say like this. This is obviously it's never like I'm not saying oh it's not perfect. Don't use it, but it's not. There's problems here. Yeah, it's good that it's a thing and it can improve. And I don't want to shit in the guy because it's a lot of work, as you said, Fox. But 
I don't want people taking this like, oh, I would never, I would never shit on the work he's done. I would shit on the post and the fact that he's trying to put up business slot sets for something that isn't. First off, the stats aren't relevant to anything. Second off, it has like no real accountability for your survival or for the the survival of the stuff around you. Like, there's so many DT sets that are using Atomar, it's disgusting. Like, your magic evasion is so low, you'll get destroyed. And it doesn't matter if you're capped on DT. That's how this game so, works. So, All Stars, like, All Stars simulated for nukes on Black Mage against. Uh, it was made for Ongo, but I changed the stats to, uh, and they did as well. I think at one point, maybe I talked to them a bit about it for Ida, and that was good because it applied right to the stats. To put context here, they made Scholar nuke sets and Black Mage nuke sets here to an opponent that has 267 intelligence, which is like, yeah, yeah. Apex Crib. The That's laughably low. The That's not anything you bring a Black Mage to. The intelligence of Ongo V25 is 445. Their intelligence here is 267. There is nothing you need to craft a set to that deadly for best in slot that you're applying intelligence that low to. So the Black yeah. Mage and Scholar sets alone are, to me, off. Yeah, they're close in this some of the gears. This post should have stopped. This post should have stopped before trying to put out the stuff that you did. The stuff, the the thing that you're putting out is your simulator. Don't immediately lead people astray by calculating something that you're calling best in slot, and it's not applicable best to any slot for what? Yeah, exactly. It, it's it's a fucking buzzword that's being used, and this is detracting from your own this work. Quick. Like this is distract. This is detracting from the simulator. You could have spent this time ex- explaining to people how to properly use the simulator instead of dumping a bunch of these sets that don't mean anything all over this page to try to make your simulator look more legit. So think about how spreadsheets worked back when they were first made by um, what's his nuts that made all those um. I don't know. I never used them. All those uh, <laughs> gear swaps. It was Montenten. When Montenza made all those spreadsheets back in the day for the base ones people have updated and worked on to this day, the the Simon Says of the world saying, actually. Uh, yeah. Think about when he made those. He used a standard target of actual stats that were known. Like, uh, uh, it was... Imagine uh, that. It was the Dino, the, the Kalunga mob in um, in Delve. Oh, Tojil? Yeah, Tojil was the standard people mm-hmm. used, and then it became Warder of Courage in the updated ones. Because those are the mobs of a standard value of, if I'm fighting a hard NM, this is going to be close enough, I can I can centralize around this. Those stats mm-hmm. are in those spreadsheets, you could pull them, or you could have used stats that are known for various mobs. Uh, you could have pulled Koryu, his, or Warder of Courage, you could have pulled his stats that are known, but... Um, like the intelligence for Tribulae is like 504. The intelligence for Ida is like 490 or some nonsense. Plus, yeah, yeah, I mean, the intelligence of these things it's, it's is, is below no. 500 above 490. We know stats of these mobs. And if you're going to make a sim that did all of this work like this and put, like, it takes time to put all of the gear into these sets and post them. And this is a giant post. This took hours mm-hmm. and hours for this guy to do outside. Yeah of him making the stuff, making this post took this guy hours. Cause I'm sure he read over and I'm sh- like putting the gear alone in will take hours. I've edited the wiki. I know it takes and hours to do all the stuff you see. So yeah. he spent all that time and he didn't use relevant stats. He just used yeah. arbitrary. I think this should cover as much as you can cover that. No, you want to use the biggest nothing post ever. <laughs> content based stats. So people go, Oh, I'm doing this content. What set? I know it would make more sets too, but you have to pick something that's actually like a real thing. I'm not posted any sets. I'm that's my biggest problem with everyone who's trying to like guide people or like write guides and stuff like that. They're like posting exact sets of what's going on. I remember the last time I jumped on this was like for dancer waltzes, 
Like you shouldn't <laughs> be trying to like post a fucking set about it. You should be posting ideas for sets. Like it, not not in like set form, but like this is what you need to do to build this set. Like these are the things you should prioritize based on what's going on. You know, in our last conversation, he could have dedicated all of this work instead of putting out these sets that don't fucking mean anything. He could have been educating people on how to use the simulator properly to find real results. So in our last conversation, we talked about dancer waltz sets, and you're like, oh, I just use this set. I'm like, oh, wait, the charisma stuff. I didn't have the sets in front of me, so that's an error I want to correct, is there is charisma on the neck of uh, the plus two atoll necklace. Yeah. That's, yeah. So I said last time, like, oh, well, yeah, you get a charisma, but no, it's, it's been a couple weeks, but I wanted to correct. I realized after the fact, I'm like, I was looking at my dancer gear, and I'm like, oh, wait, we had oh. a conversation where I said there's more charisma on the uh, the unwielding collar, whatever the fuck. Oh, collar. there is was, charisma on it? Yeah, it was, it was incorrect to me. The, the the charisma totals don't really matter though. Like once you hit a certain amount, like all of your all of your waltzes are gonna be more efficient, like at, at its tier than white mage gears are. So And Fox, I'm guilty of what you're talking about. I make a gear guide and I try to yeah, use various situations and encompass them into an all around like I try to do what this guy does, but since I'm working on one job, I can spend literal hours over a course of time. Sometimes just in a one day, I might spend two hours and just say, I've had enough, I'm, I'm wasting my time. I'm tired of doing this. I want to go relax. I want to have a beer or something. I'm, I know people are going to use this and thank me, but I'm just, I'm spending too much time in this. I don't, I need to get away so from this, but I, the, don't, the I don't, I don't explain those sets generally. I just make them and say, use them or don't. The difference is it's not focusing on whether or not the set is best in slot. Yeah. It, I, that I is, try to recommend in those guides. Best in slot. What it, what it's focusing on. And this is, this is apparent below every single one of your, 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 your gear blocks that isn't present here it's focusing on the stats that you're focusing on for that set it's like in this situation we are taking into account that you have like plus 900 evasion or or whatever right or magic i've tried to assign criteria like using water of courage with these buffs like 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 for him in his mid buffs there's no dia 2 in the mob why are you in mid buffs have no dia like for it's not just geo bubbles i just reread it again it's all rolls and stuff with no dia and then the next, the high buffs one is Dia 2 with Fury and, and Bog Frailty and stuff. But we know Frailty gets resisted by half in Sortie. We know Frailty gets resisted by like 75% in fucking uh, Shoal C. So how are you using... Like Dia is usually on in mid-buff. There's yeah. no situation where Dia is not on. So I just, I just don't get the criteria used so here too. The, the reason that that method works better because it's showing the stat block is because a lot of times when people run up against these fights... And then they they fail to them, or they think that their their DPS is too low, or or they they think that X thing is not hitting the mark. When your when your set shows what the stat is you're focusing on, people can then use that as a jumping off point to then build or take that set idea and then tweak it towards the fight. So it does a better job of guiding someone towards the gear set they need to wear than just like putting out one of these contextless sets on a, against a mob that doesn't matter. Like that is the point of frustration for me when I see something like this. Well, I was saying because, I'm guilty of that because my dragoon awesome. guide or my thief guide just does the same thing. But I at least provide comments like to these things. You show the stats. You show the stats you're focusing on that matter. Oh yeah. Well, well, you're saying you're saying the list in the right where I list out the actual gear. Yes, the that that is the only reason I don't get upset with your fucking sets. Is <laughs> well, because glad, you I'm are glad they're saved by the bell in my sets. You are focusing on a criteria that people can apply to content in a in a way that matters. 
you're you're applying a basis of context when you're focusing on the stats that matter. Well, I've said before. That's stuff, the difference. I've said before, like uh, Lestradio Subligar gets used for dancer, uh. but not thief in here, which is understandable because thief gets a uh, AF pants or whatever they used here. I have to double check. Oh yeah. But well, uh, I said before in the past that Lestradio Subligar, because there's no dexterity legs, and for the crit rate and the modifier that evisceration gets from Lestradio, it's that good. But I don't use Lestradio anymore. Because the content has changed in the year and a half since I talked about it when we were fighting Apex mobs and not Odyssey. When I first said Lestradio was that good, when I was thinking, as I was doing that, I think about where I'm in the game in my head as I'm like doing mm -hmm. this description. I was thinking about how I'm on Thief fighting Apex bats, or it's like these random things that were relevant at the time that aren't relevant anymore. Like the content mm -hmm. we have now didn't exist, and the accuracy requirements have increased in this game as they should. And I'm glad they did, but I don't use Lestrade Subligar anymore because that was enough of an issue having just decks and no accuracy on their stats on it that I just don't use it. Because what's also not accounting here too is is skill chain. I use certain pieces in my set on Thief especially or on Dancer because now that I'm a dancer, I can say this. Ooh. Because the <laughs> skill chain damage on a piece yeah. or two, the choice I'll make there matters because I'm regularly skill chain on these jobs. It's not best in slot beyond one number it's best in slot because of how i'm applying the gear to what i'm doing i need to yeah. factor in what's best and like like on my dragoon i try to figure out or at least on my thief i was the last one i took seriously for scotching gear dragoon i probably need to update where i try to figure out what pieces of gear for thief especially with dancing edge or something like that what pieces of gear to increase my skill chain damage makes sense here like those are important things that don't get addressed. These guys, like, like what, what yeah. am I doing for skill chain damage and keeping other pieces of gear wise, or how am I applying this? Um, like, like it just. Or what is this set, set focusing here. on that makes me want to apply it to this concept? Yeah. The, what What is the concept? The, the that I'm thing, using the saving grace of your gear sets. <laughs> that is the saving grace of what keeps them relevant, and the the same the same reason I can complain about that, but not about those. I mean, in a lot of ways, his gear sets are technically better than my gear sets because he has math on his side, and I don't. For what, though? No, 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 no. You can't use math like it's this, like, ephemeral barrier or something. So like. outside of the weapon the weapon chosen for Magic Burst... <laughs> People do that. Outside of the weapon chosen for Magic Burst on Black Mage, that's the exact set I have in the guide. Cool. Then he happened to get it right. Um, well, yeah, on one set, but I'm just saying... It's, yeah. That that doesn't that doesn't excuse the rest of them though, and and sometimes people hide behind math being on their side or, or like the the fact that they'll do math and no one will call them on their bullshit. Um, math is not a barrier. Like math is something that people should use as an instructional tool. Like it's it's not something. It's like oh well, I'm I'm the guy that does math, so I'm going to tell you how this works, and it has nothing to do with the fact that you understand how math works at a fucking high school level. <laughs> Because that's what algebra is, and that's what we're dealing with. <laughs> maybe uh, how maybe would you like, like Fox, to mercy stroke on Red Mage? I don't. I don't want to. I was I really sad that I'll just didn't, piss you off. But I was really sad he didn't put like a crapati ring on and a salty bretzel on his finger <laughs> and, and fucking uh, garbage gels coffer and stuff for the mercy stroke set. You should not be using. See, yeah, and and that that's an actually an interesting point because now people will look at this and be like, you know what, relics are easy to make. Oh, look, Mandal sets in here. This is considered best in slot. Yeah. Let me go make Mandal, and and I can cut all this other bullshit because there's a best in slot set attached to it, and I'll do fine. You know, there's there's nothing elements. someone from making that decision. <laughs> I could see using Mandal and Red Mage because you don't have Rudra Storm, but on Thief or something with having a Mercy Stroke set on Thief, don't ever, ever, ever use Mercy Stroke on Thief. So the issue, but the issue with using Mando and Red Mage 
is that you ha still have access to Tarret and Evisceration at the same weapon skill property. You don't get Darkness, but you still get uh, Gravitation. And I don't see a world where that matters because you can also use another powerful uh, weapon skill in Red Mage, Aeolian Edge, to make skill chains with Distortion. So I think, so you can, I think yeah. the biggest problem that can be assigned to all of this, Fox, is not that... Like, it's really good that someone made a tool to try and do this. It's not good that the criteria is, frankly, wrong or just weird and not applied to things we want to actually apply to, which is what people want sets for. Oh, I'm struggling with Ongo. I need the Bisquick set so I can get these pancakes flapped and jacked here. I need to be jacked to beat this. What's the set I need? Mm. People want that. They don't want, I need a fucking Apex random mob. Like, like they, they want actual, hey, I'm going to use this because it might actually work. And a lot of times it probably might work here in terms of being quote-unquote best in slot as many by might work to be specific on what might work means. But this doesn't... It, it tries to be everything at once, unfortunately. So the, the fundamentals, as you, you take an issue with Fox, are not present because to write yeah. fundamentals for every job in this game, fucking forget about it. it, it don't even go there. It's, you can't do it. I don't even do it in my fucking guides. I, I do certain things on Thief, actually, by focusing on certain gear. Like, like there's things in my guide that I, I have and I could do better, and I, I, but I talk about it here. I have a specific episodes to talk about these things with you. Like, I can't, I could write it there, and there's a lot of stuff there, but I just, there's a lot of time involved in this. I, I enjoy talking to you, so it's different. I'll do it here. But, you know, there's only so much I can do for everyone in the world. I yeah. can't, I can't save the world here. I just fucking can't. But I just you can like lead a horse to water, but you cannot beat them to death with it. Yeah, like like you need to understand like his it tries to be everything for every job is gear sets, but it's not in the right context of how you're applying it to some of the there's errors in the program itself that keep getting corrected and sets change. But um, that's honestly still a lot of work. Good tool that can be used well. People aren't going to use it well, but all of the fundamentals, all of why like why would you want Knights of the Round on Red Mage here? Why would you want Mercy Stroke on Red Mage? Why do you want Evisceration on Red Mage? Like there's sets here. But if you don't know the job already, these sets are worthless because you're going to just, what do you, like, imagine shot the Ambuscade on Red Mage and just Mercy Stroking over and over again. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Get the fuck out of my party. Yeah, you can get the fuck out of my party, yeah. But I just. I mean, even if you're, even if you're just spamming Knights of the Round, like, it's still just as bad. Like, there's a time and a place for Knights of the Round. And it's so, great that, that, you know, this guy identified that you put Naomi and Weapon Skill Damage to that together. I'm glad that we have that in the, in, in the fucking simulator, but. but it, it just you said this is I not think, people to do things properly so yeah so what i think could have been done here because it doesn't help any person any job actually learn the job or be better it leaves you technically no different than when you started which i would see as very if i looked at all this and thought about the impact it makes to the game and how people use it in my opinion for i mean it's a lot of great work i'm still not trying to shit on the person that made it i'm really not I know I've shown the person that made it this whole time, so when you hear that, I'd be like, oh, fuck you, you shouldn't have Again, the whole time. Again, it's the post. The post is shit. The simulator is great. The simulator is great. The post is shit, yes. This is the worst post of the week, not the worst, well, spreadsheet of the week. It's, it's just not really post a of the week, Fox. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the post is shit, okay? Let's, let's, the simulator is great. The work that went into it, great. The post is shit. This, to me, in my opinion, would be, I would feel pretty bad at the end of this because the people that I this is like peak want to provide this for are no closer to being better or finding solutions or understanding anything than they were before they read my post. This is solutions yeah. to the math problem, which I also provide in my guides, yes. So I would be a hypocrite to just attack that. The issue is this doesn't help anyone apply this to anything, even if the gear was 100% correct. It doesn't help them apply it to anything. So 
what I'm yeah, getting at all here, of these all of these sets are for a mob that has 289 bit, 267 int, 360 or 356 agility, 1350 evasion, and 1500 defense. Every if, one of these sets. If they had just mob. provided a better simulator and been the person behind all the guides, if they had just focused on the simulator alone, because it takes hours, and it probably took this guy days to make this whole post and update and everything is gone. If he had just been the guy behind the sets and the guides, a single guide using this with actual descriptions and details of how to play the job or whatever would have been infinitely more valuable than this entire post. Yeah. That's, that's to me the ultimate summary of this whole thing. If someone provided mm -hmm. the context and used this as a tool for their guide that this person wouldn't have wrote because they don't play all these jobs, if they had just been working on that alone, like, like this whole post will accomplish that. So in the end... People nitpicking the sets here and being like, don't use Tathlam on Pup, or like, oh, like, why are you only using Shining One for Star Diver? Because a Shining One Star Diver sets for Dragoon here are nothing like Trishula, which we got pointed out. Like, we've been nitpicking this before this this thing even happened here. We took I don't have I don't have the time to talk about every one of these. Jobs yeah, it got pointed shit. out. Like, in there's so much wrong shit in here. Yeah. I keep reopening this because of that, and I need to not because it's gonna fucking bug me. <laughs> it's gonna give you a fucking stroke. So if it had just been like the post, unfortunately, will accomplish that kind of backwards. But if it had just been used by people to create sets by people who actually play and understand the job and can interpret this, because when I see Kentarch belt for Savage Blade, I know from my experience with simulators and spreadsheets, that is incorrect. That is using that to meet the criteria I've asked it to meet. It's not best in slot. It's best in criteria. The criteria matters. So it's, it's BIC, not BIS. So if it had been a tool for everyone to actually play these jobs and be like, do this, do that, do that, that's better than this post. The post is unfortunately shit because of that. Yeah. Or you take any of the, the Savage Blades with the TV bonus offhands, like Bard, for example. Um, you're not going to hit the, the accuracy in a lot of fights on Bard. Um, for any TB comments phase. on TP bonus saying it's usually best, yeah. but it's not used because of the accuracy. But every one but... of these weapon skill sets, but every one of these weapon skill sets Savage gives Blade, you a TP yeah. threshold it that does. assumes that. Yeah, and even in the Savage Blade on Red Mage here, Red Mage, Savage Blade, mid and high is the Ron offhand. It's, it's so... I can't imagine a situation with mid buffs on, on Red Mage where I'm using Savage Blade with the Bron that matters for for content besides like Shulsey. Could you imagine or, or like a or a tier three or like Odyssey because the accuracies are lower? Could you imagine like any real content? Even Ambuscade, you can't use that Savage Blade offhand on Red Mage without proper buffs or I know I can't use it on Bard. This I month, have you gear too. and I cannot use it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you, regularly like Bard's the same problem as Red Mage here. You're going to regularly you can't use TP bonus offhand you're gonna miss. Like it's it's a much finer you line will, than with Red Mage or, with Red Mage you can land distract though. So Red well, Mage well, is yeah, a weird I, space. I guess. I guess distract. Red, Red Mage is a bad example only because it, it provides its own fix to the problem that isn't present for these other jobs where this problem exists. Assuming that Red Mage is geared properly, which is a big assumption. But yeah, I didn't mean to take the wind out of the sails on that one. But, but yeah, like, but if yeah, Red but Mage still, if you, if you go to the one. Bard sets, all the Rudra sets all use offhand TP bonus. Like, yeah. I, like in my guides, I, I, I specifically don't use TP bonus at times so I can provide a set that doesn't use TP bonus because it's important to have that set. TP bonus to this degree in the offhand changes the entire set and TP flow and everything dramatically. Like this is the biggest change you're making here. Yeah, you're, you're not going to accuracy. Yeah. Bard accuracy is forged directly out of asshole. Like it's, it's, it's terrible. It's just, but 
your that that TP bonus offhand sucks on fucking floor four. Of it's even C. bad on thief. It's it's, it's even bad on yeah. Zevioso. I can't use that on Zevioso because it's yeah. just so much of a detriment. Yeah, and that's but this that's, isn't that's just about picking on like TP bonus. But when that's present in your set that you're claiming is best in slot for a monster that doesn't exist, then the TP set plus that weapon is supposed to imply that you can use this everywhere and you cannot. Oh, but that's the expectation Fox, that you've set. Fox, look at the Bard Evisceration High. I don't want to. Look at the Bard Evisceration High. Look at that. You can't make me do it. Look at it. No. <laughs> look at it. Oh, no. Look at Bard it. Evisceration High. Are those Shikosu? What the hell? <laughs> You're going to miss your evisceration in this set. We have Lestradio leggings plus one. We have Jakosu, the Bayako's pants, which You've don't no even have accuracy on them. So you have two pieces yeah. of no accuracy. Then so you're you have missing like a base blistering Soleil ac- plus one, <laughs> which also has just the augment accuracy, basically. Don't worry, though. You have the Keiko Ethic ring plus one. Oh, God. What the you fuck have like three this? pieces, two and a half pieces of no accuracy on Bard for evisceration. That's, that's special. Jokosu your R thirty Gladys knife is making up for this, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, that's like another problem too. Like, he says he ran well, everything here. Has a lot of on it. He ran everything is... here at R twenty five Nayame and R thirty everything else. If you can get R thirty everything else, you've beaten everything R twenty five except Bumbo. Why you should do everything at R twenty five for the the Odyssey gear because most people are stuck at not getting R R thirty. Yeah, so most, most people still cannot clear V20. If you could do R30, you could do R30 Bumbo, because you just, as we know, when this post was made, you do the Kostra, and then after enough entries, yeah, you win. win. You may take 20 yeah. entries, but you're going to do it. But if you did mm-hmm. the other ones, you can't do that, too. You have to actually beat Embos or Ango or Kalunga. So, like, those are those are the bigger determinants of a fight here. Like, it should be R25 for all this gear, frankly. And that does change a lot. Well, Gluddy's pants change dramatically here. I, I can't continue to beat the dead horse though. Like it, the 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 mob that this is being applied to doesn't exist. So why should I take a specific gear requirement seriously as well for the mob that doesn't exist? Like we're setting it, we're setting the expectation with this post that we should be having R thirty gear for a mob that doesn't exist, and these are the sets, but they're the best. Speaking of accuracy. Speaking of yeah, don't folks, wear don't wear Jakoshu legs, please. Look at the bar to low and edge set. It's it's just Naomi and no 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 the weapons. Oh, no, it's Chentavente main hand offhand. It's offhand daybreak. How are you going to hit anything? Why? Because you, it's it's because it's the strongest option. The spread the the simulator says that it's not even simulator because it take, like, TP phase. If TP phase well, was accounted for, this set would never. Fortunately, be- you only have to hit things in Doe Gates. So Doe Gates. yeah, well, yeah, in Doe Gates, this would be the best thing for Doe Gates because you could hit Doe Gates. And Bard does uniquely apply itself to give Madrigal to everyone's expense box. Oh so, but that no, if no, so, no, this no. could be a lot better if if TP phase was accounted for, no. which is what a spreadsheet does. So in some ways, it's better than a spreadsheet because it takes the weapon skill section of it and spits out the answer based on the criteria in the most optimal as fashion. As of you not as long as you know it. the mob, yeah. If you're not playing with it and making human error, because human error is big on a spreadsheet, let me tell you. Uh, oh, yeah. But it lacks the TP phase, so it's worse than a spreadsheet, but better at the weapon skill section. And overall, if I had something that can't account for TP and tells me to use this, I would just use a spreadsheet. Because, I, w- I mean, maybe you could use this for a base to change off of. You would use this and then put it in an actual spreadsheet, <laughs> which still has its own problems and errors, because they're all fucking ridden with errors and bugs that are actually significant overall. Let me let me tell you that as well. These Those sets for that are not perfect in the least. 
but at least that can account for TP phase and and you can set those stats there too that are you know to no particular mob, but not accounting for TP phase makes a lot of these sets here completely irrelevant because do you think if you change the TP bonus and offhand on Bard or any other job doing magic that the rest of the gear might change? I mean, the, the, if you mm -hmm. change both weapons of a set, do you think the rest of the gear might change? So rather than trying to bleed that last 1%, like a lot of this shit does, That's the problem. we should be focusing more, it is the problem, we should be focusing more on general sets so people can make better decisions. Because against most content, people are not going to plug in a specific, a specific mob anyway into the simulator, or sorry, the spreadsheet, and and poop out like a gear set for it that they just aren't going to do that they're they're going to take whatever they're going to use on the daily basis and if there's a problem maybe they'll do that later but this the way this is laid out it doesn't it doesn't forge good decisions like picking any of these sets is a terrible fucking decision because you don't know why you're making the decision to begin with it's it's just it's bad it breeds terrible habits and it, this again should have been more education surrounding the use of this spreadsheet rather than trying to like be the guy who made the best in slot sets for the mob that doesn't exist because everyone what's going to happen with this like it. wildfire everyone's going to reference this guide and be like oh go here for all your sets it just spits out the best in slot sets and everyone not everyone, obviously, but I, I mean, a, a sizable portion of people is going to do that. And that's the problem. That's what we don't want. So if you make a set for TPing on Paladin that has you dying because you're wearing, what is this TP set? Oh, no. Yeah. No, I no, mean, no. don't even. It's just, with your with your Flamma head, Volti harness, Volti tights, and Flamma gambiras. Volti tights. Paladin and Volti tights. Don't ever. Epitome. Don't ever, ever use this on Paladin. You might have some ways it's worse. You might have 40% DT, and sure, maybe you can get there TP wise on, on TP phase. I guess this assumes AM3. Yeah, sure, it does. But you'll die. Like, the, you have no magic evasion. And, like, I see people harp all the time on the fact that, oh, well, the Chevrolet set is, like, really bad because it has lower magic evasion than Psychpata by a very small amount. Like, are those same people going to say that same shit about this? Because this set will get you killed. You will become a corpse with a Burt Gang. You'll be that <laughs> Burt Gang tight. corpse on the ground, failing your party if you wear this set. You have Sack Potta gear and you put on Flama Feet, Volty Tights, Volty Body. It's because it's, it, it's because it's assuming that the AM3 from, from Burt Gang is Look at that Delto Fox. It's assuming that, that the never, is valuing it enough for that to matter. I have never seen this belt in any set ever at 99. And you made a good point when you're talking about this this post before the show too, in that when the machine spits this out, it spits out anything that is just slightly higher. It could be one like DPS. It, it could be it could be one DPS higher. There was than, even than the bug that was encountered in this fox where if it was the same DPS, it took alphabetically the first uh, first piece of gear. Yeah, that's awful. <laughs> Don't do alphabetically. That. It uses Sword Fatals plus one in the Burt Gang AM3 DT TP. I think the DT sets in this are the worst sets of the entire thing. It's in, When I build a DT set, the first thing I want to look at is the DPS I have in my DT set. But I want to do that under the context of actually using the gear that I'm going to live in. So for the core DT yeah. set, we have Adamar body and hands. There is no world where if I'm fighting Kalunga, we had this happen in our group. And we had the yellow people. Yeah. Was it Carrot? Was it? It was Akadon. Yeah, because he, he became too, a corpse. Akadon. Yeah, they became a corpse because they he were wearing... He fulfilled his corpse destiny. They were wearing... Yeah, fulfilled the corpse destiny. They were wearing DT, 
with Adamore body and hands. He just, yeah. it wasn't even body. It was just Adamore hands. T-ring ain't gonna fucking save you, Holmes. Like <laughs> you're, you're wearing like a grand total of like less than a hundred magic evasion between those two pieces. Fox, this goes back to the original Dragoon problem <laughs> you're of, such why, a of why I don't like Dragoon in a lot of these tier three fights. Like I want to yeah. take Thief because Thief is so much more resilient than Dragoon because of 26 magic evasion. That, that goes back to this. If you're wearing Adamar in a DT set, you're doing it wrong. So for the blue one, it has Adamar body. You know what? I, and Adamar body and right, I was wrong. It has else. 112 combined magic evasion between the two pieces. So I know blue is hardier than other jobs, but it is worth the DT sacrifice. And, and I don't like another thing I'm super fucking confused about here. The last thing I'm going <laughs> to bitch about, if, if that can be said ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why is it forty percent DT and not fifty? You're already going yeah. for full DT. Why is it forty? I know it is the arbitrary number forty. Yeah. Working on sets for days and weeks and hours and hours, I know that forty percent DT sets are a lot fucking sexier on the fucking page and a lot more diverse because you have so much more wiggle room than fifty percent DT sets. But why the fuck is it forty percent? That is ridiculous. You'd rather have less. For more DPS in a hybrid situation, like 20, 30, or fucking 50. What is 40? But still. All like, you had to do in this set, in my eyes, to fix it, is replace this Atomar body with a fucking Malignant's tabard. I'm okay with still wearing the Atomar wristbands if everything else has high magic evasion around it. Or at least moderate to high. For tier and 3, then you just I still would not use Atomar wind, wristbands. And then you change the wind buff of Belterek Yotai. Yep, that's what I do. That's, it. that's what I do. And and the, the DPS loss is like maybe sixty. It's not not even a hundred DPS a second by making that change. It might be from how much time I look in the spreadsheet, it's literally that low. It could be twenty, it could be sixty. It is that low. A hundred DPS a second to live is nothing. Absolutely nothing. So on blue, I wear a Gluddy's body with malignants, yeah, uh, head, hands, feet, you know, uh legs, whatever. That's what I do uh for my DT set. And I cap in the accessories or whatever. I don't, and I wear the Rekiyotai. I know it's like 100 less DPS, 150 less DPS, but I will live. I will not, I will resist ailments. I will live. I will take less physical damage. I will live. That's a DT set. 40% DT set and fucking Paladin, Volti types, Volti body, Flama head and feet. Or, or even just getting to 49 asinine. out of 50. Like missing the 1% usually won't leave you dead either. But like 10% is a pretty big number. It Especially is, considering these, these people bitch over 1%. For Zebioso, that 10% yeah. is life and death. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, this is the shit and, that gets you That's dead. what made us have so many tries in Zebioso that people made fun of us and are fun of me in the comments is, oh, it took you that many tries to go. It was like over a dozen Zebioso fans, yeah, which is not a lot compared to your Kalungas still. But, oh, you took yeah. over a dozen Zeviosos. Why are you so bad? Because people get one shot off the bat constantly. And that's yeah. the whole problem yeah, with that set. And if you and that's were, the problem with my group in Zevioso or in Kalunga yeah, also. Kalunga too is another guy. Yep. That that's if you it's people getting killed. I would just omit if I had any request for this, I would omit every DT set from this that they've made. I mean, I would omit Keep every the set. weapon skill sets and maybe the TP sets, but omit every DT set in this guide. I mean, honestly, the weapon skill sets are probably the one thing that's that They're, is the most passable. Yes, correct. Because even if you fucked up and applied this to every single target, the amount of damage you do is not going to vary enough unless you're like dealing with like high magic evasion targets and you're like 
a black mage. A lot of these are five to like, five Nayame still for Path B, so it's it's yeah. really, a lot of it doesn't change. It, it, it's like it's like it's difficult to figure out that the weapon skill damage provided by Naomi is going to be your best option. A lot of this goes back to things we've <laughs> said, like the Paladin Torque Cleaver. So uh, here is five to five Naomi. I don't want to think about Paladin Torque Cleaver because that's bad. <laughs> I know it's bad, Fox. But if you used it for skill chain, Dude, properties I or have Caladbolg now, and I do not have the functionality in my Paladin Lua to use Caladbolg <laughs> because I'm not a bad player. And so I'll speak positively too in a second here. Uh, like uh, I'll just do it yeah. now because there's not much positive to say in my opinion of everything uh-huh. here. Besides, it's hard work, and I, I I do recognize the time and effort it goes into making this. And I've said that a couple times now. But rigorous yeah. crit plus one, I felt can be potentially really good in various sets. And rigorous crit plus one R fifteen. That's the fifteen good. strength one, right? It might be even twenty or something. It's it's, it's a sizable attack oh. and strength boost here, and it's made its way into a few sets here that I thought. I didn't want to do it because the HP, the accuracy, and the attack you already have from it, I felt like overall that will be the better choice, so I've never used it in a mm. set. But I've always felt the Rigorous Grip could be the, quote, best item to use. I just don't do it. But so the, that, issue, the issue with that is that Udu provides that unique um, 10% dex mod. Yeah, but it's, that's pretty small. It is very small, right? But let's say that you have, like, 300 dex when your weapon's going Depends on the reasonable. weapon skill, yeah. Yeah, but let's 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 lowball it and say that you have two hundred decks from your weapon skill. That's that twenty strength right there, basically. I think replicating at a hundred percent. I think replicating if, if the like strength mod is one hundred percent. Well, sort of. So, what with resolution isn't it like eighty-seven or something at max? I forget it. Is it on? Did it actually reach hundred? No, it doesn't reach hundred. I don't remember on res. I haven't looked at it in a long time. Attack or what are you talking about? Well, the the weapon skill mod. Oh. The, the the argument for using strength. That would be the argument for there too, yeah. I get resolution is probably a bad example. I mean, it, uh, it, it is be because it's a shrink mod, yeah. That's because the the ten percent decks when you have like even two hundred decks only, which is extremely low. Like you will always have more than two hundred decks. Um, even when you have two hundred decks, you're still adding twenty base damage. Uh, it is eighty five cap for resolution strength, like all sure. the uh, yeah, merit weapon skills. So sure, so you're getting you're getting you're getting you're getting 85, let's assume it's capped, right? So best case versus worst case. So out of that 20 strength the rigorous grip is giving you, you're getting only 85%. So it's adding like 16 base damage. You may also make the argument that the attack penalty damage. on resolution sees better benefit from the, I think, Stardiver and Resolution. Sure and then that's a resolution because I just spit on the mm-hmm. fly. There was no thought into it. Resolution and Stardiver alone, the uh, rigorous grip would be the actual item you'd want to apply that grip to. But uh, like Dimitation or anything else. I always thought Utu would definitely, you know, even a TP phase too. I always, I always take the TP phase to mean because when you go into ambuscade VD and start missing, that Utu grip is always. I, I actually, I actually wouldn't put on demediation either. Like straight up adding another ten percent to the demediation mod oh. is still better. So, oh. Because of how well, much, no, because, saying, because saying, of how I'm much base ri- damage is adding. Utu grip for demediation, not rigorous grip, but oh. rigorous grip for uh, star diver and resolution. Because in reality, you're usually hitting about 300 or more decks on weapon skills. Even if you're not a dex-focused job, you still hit about 300, which is adding 30 base damage if you get 10% of your That's decks. the whole argument for why uh, Crepuscular Knife comes in here, too, because it does the same thing with Charisma. Yep. And that's yep. that's always been for attack cap sets. I've always complained about how, how niche the, the Crepuscular Knife actually is the, for job like the Udo grip, Bar, though. The Udo grip should almost always, almost always outperform uh, any other. That's grip why I've never used rigorous grip in any of my sets because yeah. it makes it into like an attack cap set here. Like but, it's it's something that when it comes to the HP provided and everything else, 
the overall, even if it's not better, there's still not enough reason to use it because the DPS gain on it's not significant enough, even but if it the, is. The argument, yeah, the, the argument I'm making, though, is still only like 16 base damage that it's adding in favor of you two. Well, that's, like, that's how thin these lines can be in the simulator. People yeah. don't see that. Like if you put... And it's going to spit out a shitty set because of this line. If you spit out the actual amount there and it did another one of the second highest oh. value there, the second highest set would probably make more sense. That's how these simulators work. Because I've, I've, spent, I've spent so much time watching them and various things. They made the Black Mage Guide or anything else. Dragoon Guide is similar too. On top of that, I used a, I used the spreadsheet and the simulator and tried to keep changing values for for hours over and over again, trying to get the right values. I've seen how these things spit out. And I, I, I start realizing the rationale they're using as I'm doing it over time. And I, I know how that works. So I, I just, I don't think that this is it. It needs to be more than this. It needs to teach us how to use it. Well, teaching us how to use it is one thing, but even just for what it's doing, if we take teaching how to use it out of it, if for what it's doing, it is not enough for best in slot. No, absolutely not. Criteria wrong, sets wrong, real world wrong. For what it's doing, it needs to take actual simulator values of the top sets and provide options here because the number one thing it spits out is not correct. The number one option spits out is not correct for the things in yeah. the real world here. This is this is the whole uh, taking uh, it's good on paper to a new level here. Yeah. But Although I do find it hilarious that it tries to mix uh, Tri-Edge and uh, Kengazax like I theorized for stuff like Minstrelax <laughs> and Calamity. I had a feeling. 3K Minstrelax, Fox. Can you feel it? I would never do this. Well, I would never do this on these questions. And I'm like, not saying I'm not saying bad. we're better than than a, than a mathematical spitting out spreadsheet or uh, well, we're better at reasoning than it. Yeah, the reasoning is the problem. Of that it can only like, do what it can reason. Better, <laughs> yeah. A, any human being is infinitely better at reasoning through things than than this spreadsheet does, and that's the point that I'm trying to make. That's yeah. the point I always try to make with this. And so the overall point I was making this a million years ago with the Paladin thing, where I was saying, if you see the, the necklace there, you're like, mm. I don't want to think about the necklace for the Republican Medal on Tor Cleaver Paladin. Mm. The, the point I was going to make is, if you've listened to us do the, yeah. the calculator out, if you listen to us talk about looking at the equation and reasoning, the mm. reasoning you can apply to that equation and looking at the stat modifiers and everything that we've talked about several times over of calculating damage of what item, we did a few episodes ago even, what item is better than this item? Uh, for the, uh, I don't know if it was an email or a post, I think it was a post on old Reddit, whatever the fuck it is. Maybe. Um, the reasoning we keep trying to uh, reiterate over time, yet they bring it back every few months, um, just to reiterate, oh, that reasoning we provide here is infinitely better if you actually do the work. So, as I said, the base of this stuff, to use this base, correct. To build off this base for reasoning and use selfie over Kentark and, and not use... Flama in two pieces of Volti on Paladin. Uh, Volti tights and body, not even the defensive Volti. Like that, applying the reasoning we talk about here to this base set to change it to be a better set for the real world, that's the value in this. And as long as you've been able to look at anything we talked about so far over the past couple of years, whether you're a new listener or not, uh, that taking that knowledge is the part that this cannot give you. And that's what we need. What needs to be applied here, and we want to convey. Black Mage Magic Burst Tier Six, ignoring Orpheus, ignoring Lavatane. <laughs> well, so if you don't have AM two on Lave, stop looking at this. If you don't have AM two on Lave, it's actually weaker than using either Bunsies or Marin. I don't like Bunsies because of the real world scenarios here. I think you get much more damage and utility out of a Black Mage by using Merker. 
I think your damage over time, unless you have infinite fucking elixirs about everyone's bizarre, which I think is an obnoxious, unrealistic thing to impose in your party for a little tiny gain in your DPS for your, your, your fucking penis to feel better. Uh, yeah. I don't think using Bunsies on Black Mage is really ever appropriate, ever, unless you're meleeing. So, and I wouldn't even use it to melee. So it's never appropriate to use Bunsies, in my opinion, like that. So on Blue Mage, I love it. Fucking love it. And on, I can see other jobs, maybe, but... Red Mage, Blue Mage, uh, Scholar is fine. Merker, Merker with how Black Mage gets a cold acumen passively. Like, on Black Mage today, I wasn't on Black Mage to get off Black Mage for a rune, which is a fucking blast. But on Black Mage Friday in Sortie, just nuking constantly and using some parsimonies in between to bridge not having to ever use um any like my af body or whatever or having to use meds or whatever because i have everything on i'm able to bridge with parsimony and all my normal stuff till i get Merker back being able to do that versus never having an option on, on bunsies there is no way in the course of an ida over time that I'm going to get better damage with Bunsies because unless I'm able to chug elixirs constantly, which if that's my goal to get a little more damage, it's it's not that much. Then sure, but in an Ongo fight or something too, there's just no way that yeah, as you're like just bursting in your in your artifact coat. It's yeah, just not and good. when you burst in your artifact coat, that is weaker than using a staff. The artifact coat is yeah, much yeah. weaker with Bunsies than using. I mean, much is relative than using a fucking staff. That's why I don't like every set on auction house and spreadsheets and everything, putting the Bunsies rod in. That's why I don't use Bunsies rod outside of the fucking coat sets in my god. Yeah, on my in my black mage blue, I have like crazy ass rules that limit that coat because the coat is like such a huge drop in DPS. My coat's fully manual because I might use it like on floor one I'll use it because it doesn't matter. Floor one I can cap damage with the fucking coat. Yeah. No, in fact I, for for most people I would definitely recommend that. Just leave it leave it manual. Because, like, you want to spend as little time as possible in that coat. I absolutely do not want to use the coat with a, a jaw spell because I want my jaw from the Empyrean body recast, which matters, to be up as fast as possible so I can use it again to boost my damage. I don't want to use it with that. So, yep. I mean, I, I just, the Bunsies rod gives you a little more damage. It's still ridiculous. Yeah. And no, Moonlight is not going to get you there. <laughs> moonlight, moonlight for like 190 MP. Yeah. It's not going to get you there. If only Black Mage got Dagon. Interesting. Yeah. So, this was an episode, Fox. Yeah, I. You know, of course, we can't have an episode without me getting visibly angry about math. But <laughs> you just like to inflict these terrible posts on me. So I am nothing if not a burden to you. Well, I mean, it's it's fine. Like if if we could just get people to like listen and like use this spreadsheet in a way that's intelligent. Like I, I hope the that, tool. That's the problem, Fox. Is is using this not simulator spreadsheet uh, and spreadsheet in general, using them to their fullest potential takes a lot of time because they're not, let alone with the errors in them. This has errors too, but alone with the errors in them and pitfalls you have, they're just not. There's you, no you, bumper guard, so the amount of time it takes to change a spreadsheet, click every cell, all these things, and the time it would take to customize this fucking thing to have actual criteria to apply to, like all these things, it takes a lot of time to make these sets a lot of fucking time so until the actual process of doing that gets better which is what this can improve and hopefully will as it continues this guy hopefully he's been working on it as people post feedback mm-hmm. I, I don't have feedback to post from not just because i'm banned because i'm not going to participate in this so neither are you obviously but hopefully what this could be used for is get to cloak, get the absorbing shield find out the stats of some mobs and then absorbing shield that's how you could do it 
you you hit them with impact and you absorb that shit. That's how you figure it out. That's actually very yeah. That's that's yeah. You didn't know that? I didn't know that. No. Figure it out. Yeah, it's uh, it goes back to I think Falkirk was doing it a lot. I I don't remember if he was the first one doing it, but he did a lot for Beastmaster stuff. And um, it's one of the original testing methods is he used absorbing shield to uh, to pull impact uh, debuffs off of things to figure out their stats. Wow, I actually got to start doing that for information on the wiki. It's it's pretty sweet. Um, the problem is that it gives all stats down, so you may it may take quite a few attempts to try to get that one stat that you're looking for. So it's going to start feeling like drop rates on some of these high-tier battlefields. Uh... Yeah, it's definitely something to do, though. But yeah, that's how you can figure out what stat you need to actually put into this simulator. And I think one of the biggest things that would uh, that would benefit the simulator is a more flushed-out bestiary. So rather than trying to put more work into the actual like, programming... drop-down the menu of targets, and that, that, would, that alone would be valuably more important. Exactly. You, you you start building out the data you're going to use in there. That way you can just drop down a target and you won't have to rely on the player knowing what that number is. So it's a nifty idea. How can I make a best in slot set for everyone to copy? But it needs to be a drop down menu. How can I make a best in slot set for Ida, Aminon, Tribule? How can I make a best in slot set for Ongo? Because those are different. Those are different spells with different criteria. Those are different resistance values, different int values, and different DT values because Ongo is a lot of DT too. So the, the things, they're all changed between those mobs, between content especially. So it should be, how can I focus on drop down menu? I'm fighting Ongo, applying to that. Like doing that alone would be, especially for mages, the scholar set and everything, the int being so off is a problem for black and scholar. But if it just had a drop down menu of the actual stats of mobs that we already fucking know, uh, which he could do, I'm sure, would that be no problem. That, that would be less work than everything he's done here. Uh, things like that would be dramatically more useful to people as a tool because mage sets alone are super easy but like the tp phase needs to be included that's the bard alone edge set is fucking silly to use ae with, with with daybreak and centavente main hand is that's silly you're fucking up i would rather just use um aeneas and offhand uh centavente there you go just and have an actual good TP phase. Or, or yeah, or Kaja, because that might even be better because, or, or Torek, because we're talking about real weapons. Or Kaja, just double-wield them. Yeah. I have two. Because, <laughs> see, that's the question people come across. Should I use pure TP bonus, or should I use, I would use Torret and Chentavente offhand, actually, now that I think about sure. it. You can do that, too. Um, <laughs> but should I use this and that, or should I use, like, these two options. No one's like, oh, should I use Chentavente and Daybreak, and what does my set look like? After that? Like, people focus on the weapons they should use for this. You really shouldn't be. And even if you get it wrong, it's usually close enough. It's when you're fighting the hardest content with the hardest regen DPS check that you actually care about in the V25. So is is the close enough and and like people just understanding what enough is because that's a message I've tried to give in the past that enough exists and you just need to find it. Yeah, this is pushing what is enough beyond that because when we've had our fights um, with V25, what is enough has been the gear we already have. Improvements just help improve uh, improve our odds and decrease our failure rate. There's always going to be a failure rate no matter what with this content. The what is enough has been how do people respond to the situation in the battlefield? How is the white mage prioritizing who to heal first? How is the white mage prioritizing uh, what they are doing in terms of Am I running up to rebuff? Am I reapplying D or am I caring? How is the how are people who are DDs monitoring if they're not overlapping their weapon skills, so they're not nerfing their damage over time, which is a bigger deal than gear? Like the gear sets being close enough, which I guess this guy definitely will give you, 
that's mm-hmm. the most important. I mean, the most important part beyond that is how you apply that gear. I mean, we're not talking about just how things are missing. It's how your team works together for Ongo, how it works for Zevioso in terms of your strategy of, okay, how are we going to manage the ads that are going to kill people? How are we going to manage Zevioso uh, reducing hate or jumping around here? Or what, like, what are the buffs going to be? Like, those things all matter much more. Like, you're not getting these buffs in this simulator here. You're not getting uh, double march with min 5-4 or whatever against Zevioso. It's just not happening. You're going to have different buffs than this even applies. So it's really learning how to apply your character and the abilities you have whether you're a thief using collaborator or using high jump to make sure you don't ever get hate on dragoon or super jumping during perfect uh, or uh, perfect. Oh, you mean high jump to you and BK the dancer, right? Yeah, that's what I was doing. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I dude. dude you were so much more sturdy on dancer. I like high jump. Like the whole big benefit of this is high jump and super jump, so I never have hate. Yeah, that wasn't lost on me, dude. That's fine. I, I was actually kind of hoping that would be the case too. It should be right. Was so funny. I wasn't. I wasn't just trying to kill you. Is as, as, as fun as that is. It's just, <laughs> you just have to know as a job with twenty six magic evasion in your hands that you shouldn't just, be eating the uh, denim. That's for sure. Yeah, I'm on a job that can't use a um, elemental sash or waste effectively. It's like dragoon's one crux. I need to use my neck for dragoon uh, wyvern PDT or DT because it's so huge for the slot compared to anything else, and my wyvern's so much of my damage and haste that I just can't. I can't lose it. So yeah. Using Warder's Charm is so good in all these sets, and it's so easy on Blue or Pup or Monk. I just can't. On Dragoon, you're so fucked. I just don't want hate ever. Yeah. That's why I can't attack food. I have to use just purely defensive food, but I did it for other jobs anyway, so. Yeah, yeah. Okay. any rate, though, yeah, this was a good episode, Fox. Sure. I think we've made up for the missing week. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and next week, we will have uh, Embo's talk about beating, and we will be on to the last one, as you call pure cancer, Arabati. Yeah, I am not looking forward to everybody whatsoever. That fight is going to be fucking terrible. Fox, what are you looking forward towards more? I'm going to give you three options here. Mm. Arabati, mm-hmm. tour cleavering on Paladin, or using <laughs> or using yeah. Volti body, Volti legs. <laughs> oh, can I choose Flama secret option D where I, where I use where I use Volti body, Volti legs flama head and flama feet while torque cleavering on Paladin. is that okay <laughs> yeah combine those I, I two combine those two fox and i'll ask if you want to use mercy stroke on red man oh my god fox i use a salty breath honestly i would i would, use, I, would use, I would use mercy stroke on red mage first yeah yeah because actually if that's, I were, that's if a, if a situation for any job property. it would be for red mage the, the counter example i provided was for for torrid because torrid exists mandow is devalued in that situation but honestly it's still not it's probably not terrible for Red Mage. But. My favorite thing about the Paladin DT set is it using Vim Torque plus one because it's useful, but not in the context it's being used in. In the in the TP set? Yeah. Yeah, so you're probably not gonna like that I use Vim Torque plus one. No, 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 no. It's useful, but I think <laughs> I think just using it with naked gear like Volti body and legs with yeah, Flama yeah, head yeah. and feet. I, I think the the Vim Torque's out of place there. But with you were using Excalibur or something too, especially oh. Vimtorx, really cool, especially with Excalibur. Um, I think it's. I mean, I mean, it's going to be good anyway. I actually use Vimtorx over a lot of things on any job that can wear it. Well, Pounding especially um, because you can use the refreshment. But just using Vimtorx in a naked like Adamar esque TP set, <laughs> it just seems the most out of place to me. Like the rest of the gear is like, what the fuck is this? But the Vimtorx, I'm like, come on, the Vimtorx at least supported the rest of the week set. I mean, that's it's just DPS. It's still, how you die? Um, it is how you die. 
It's draining okay, HP. Really. So you're in a set of, of, of Adamar draining HP to use Vim Torque. <sighs> no. There's not enough regen 5 in the world, Fox. Anyway. Yeah. I hadn't seen the Agony Jerk in plus 1 or 15 in a hot minute as in ever. Oh, you mean the, the attack body that's overshadowed by most, you know, R3D bodies? The yeah. Agony Jerk in plus 1, the body with like 80-something attack and some decks but no accuracy that's used for some CDC sets for Red Mage, Paladin, or whatever. <laughs> Pretty fucking terrible. Yep. You're going to miss your CDC, frankly. It does, oh, 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 okay, okay, okay. One I last set. One last set to, to talk about this whole fucking thing. Paladin CDC. You have Fodia Belt and Neck. That's good. You have Lagara Earring, which I guess it's during Dust to Dawn because it does nothing otherwise, which is a really weird earring, Dust to Dawn. That's... That's good. What do you use besides that? Who knows? Probably another Mocket Earring plus one. Uh, the Coasty Badar R30. And then you have Flama Hands plus two. Agony Jerkin plus one, no accuracy. Blistering Salette plus one, little accuracy. Lestradio Subligar plus one, no accuracy. Lestradio Likings plus one, no accuracy. And a, uh, a Regal Ring with nothing else to trigger the Regal Ring's accuracy gain. So you are going to miss that CDC. On your power. Yeah, wrap this up so that I can open up my computer tower and take a bath with my power supply. Carrot's question was, are you fighting Bubbly Bernie with that CDC set? Oh, boy. Sorry, Fox, were you going to crush your head in the laptop? I missed that. No, don't worry about it. It's It was... It would you, would you rather use this CDC set or would you rather use Torque Cleaver? I mean, I'm acutely aware right now that there's no ceiling fans in my apartment, so... <laughs> Okay, thank you for your time, Fox, and thank you everyone for, for listening to this. This has been another exciting episode of What the Fuck Did I Just Listen To in Von Adil with... <laughs> uh, the Fox Major. All right, uh, later, guys.